Bonjour. Bonjour, bonjour. And welcome back to the Cabin Fever Podcast. Welcome. Did you guys love last week's episode? Did you just love how we only managed to get through three cults in a very long episode? Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We've already, spoiler alert, recorded this week's episode. Um, and we managed to fit, fit them all in. Part two is a bumper crop of cults. <laughs> it's just a great time. I cackled heartily the whole way through editing it. When you love what you do, you never work a day in your life, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> and this high-paying podcast with its many sponsors. Oh my god, imagine. Guys, we are so ripe for spawn. This is why I'm like, I want to do the podcast more because I feel like it would blow up. I love so I many believe. things that do spawn. I even use Audible. Yeah. I use Audible. I use Squarespace. I use so Surfshark. Do I. Guys. We are guys, ready. I'll try HelloFresh, the kids' version. I might eat something in that. I do a meal delivery service and I'll keep it unnamed for now. And then if one wants to pay me money for it, I'm ready. Anyway. I'll lie. <laughs> Where are we coming to them from this week? Oh, we are coming to them from just a big, where just, you look all around you. Oh, Jesus. It's yep. just, it's pure white underneath you. And then there's white walls all around you. And it's like foggy. We're just in a big bowl of steam. Great. <laughs> That's it? Toasty. Yeah, that's it. I couldn't really think of much more. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I don't think that's how the experience of being in a big bowl, bowl of steam, steam would feel. Mm. But that's lovely. That's a little indication as to where Fiona is today. Ooh, just because you just had a shower. I just had a shower and I'm melting. Yeah, it's really fucking warm. We've yeah. had to turn the fans off. And that actually brings me to my little... Whiny, wine, wine. Choir of wines this week. Mm, choir. Musical. Wine number one is that it's fucking warm. Yes. And I hate it. <laughs> I know everyone who's going into winter is like, hmm. You don't know what it's like. We do know what it's like. We just came out of winter and we loved it. I love winter. It's my favorite. Mm, I think I like autumn because it's not quite as like freezing. Yeah. But like spring, it gets too warm. It's spring right now and it was 28, 29 degrees today. I love it. I love a British spring. Because yes. it's like, mm, good. Because, and it's really like you're emerging from just like everyone being depressed. Yeah. But an Australian spring, we used to follow this one girl who's adamant that Australia or Melbourne specifically, like... Doesn't have seasons. Doesn't have seasons, but she couldn't decide if, like, we didn't have autumn or if we just only had winter all year long. Like, she traveled to Japan to see what orange leaves were like. And I'm we're like, like we have that here. We literally have we orange literally leaves. We literally have that here. <laughs> anyway, she was the worst, but it's just getting warm, and, like, I don't like it when it's warm. I know. I just don't like it when all it's the warm. Time. Yeah. I mean, I love when it's Oh, we're making a whole podcast about the weather. No, but guys, like, this is all I've got going on right now. Honestly, it is all that's happening. Anyway, that's my first wine. My second wine, Ooh, I have like cool. a bunch, but I'll, I'll just pick this, this second wine. Dos. Um, I had Hungry Jack's, HJ's slash Burger King, if you're foreign. Um, and I like am really, I try not to eat meat when I can avoid it because it creeps me out. So I ordered their like new vegetarian patty. Oh, I haven't had it Whopper. yet. Like the Rebel Whopper, like the, yeah. the meat one in quotation no, marks. let me tell you. The Grilled Beyond Burger is phenomenal. Tastes the same as the yeah. normal one, just doesn't creep me out with the meat. The Hungry Jack's one, I think it would appeal to people who do like meat. Uh-huh. But for me, it's got this weird smoky barbecue flavor to it. And I mm. buy a Whopper not to taste meat. <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you that much. Yeah. But it tastes like smoky barbecue to the point where it was like sickly by the end. Maybe so they're trying to do that to like give it the oomph. Yeah, they're like, like flame grilled Whopper. Yeah. Go. But I'm like, yeah, I haven't tried it yet. Barbecue. It's not bad as in, like... I do want to try it just because, like, yeah. I'm a vegan, but... It is worth it, but yeah. for me, someone who, like, 
I just don't want it to even. It reminds me more of me. Yeah. Like, I don't want to <laughs> eat your desired smoky barbecue. But that's my little wine. What's your wine this week? My wine is look, this is just a really. A, all of our wins and wines are so fucking simple these days. One yeah. of my wines, I'm just so over it. Like, I've, I just keep saying, like, I'm <laughs> yeah. just over it in general. Yeah. Just it. Just over I it. I think that's why we're struggling to, like, think of our wines, because it's either, like, a tiny basic thing, or it's the whole world. Yeah. But my little wine is, I have had these little dry patches under my eyes, and I'm upset because I was really starting to get into skincare. I've been mm. using The Ordinary. Um, we both have, if The Ordinary wants to sponsor us. So ready. Boy, oh boy. Come yeah. on. Come on. And Maddie's, like, had, like, a full transformation, and I'm, like, yeah. a skincare noob who, like, never used skincare, and now I use The Ordinary religiously, so well, honestly. My skin was absolutely, fu- well, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, horrific, but it was, like, it was not You've great. You've had such a great improvement. And my, Wait, no, let's save for the fucking spawn. Yeah, let's save for the spawn. Yeah, sorry. If anyone knows anyone who's in charge of, like, The Ordinary spawns, we will go all out for yeah. you. Yeah. I will do every social media platform. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm just really sad because I finally go into a skincare routine and suddenly I've got little dry patches mm. under my eyes and I put some product on it and it did not like that. It really hurt. So I just haven't been able to do my skincare routine but I was being such a good adult and I'm, guys, in lockdown, I have nothing. I have nothing, yeah. right? So I'm like, wow, doing a little evening skincare. Yeah. I can't believe I have taken care of myself and I've done something that wasn't on the couch today. I literally tweeted Ugh. like a few weeks ago, my life may be a mess, but my skincare is impeccable. Yeah. So anyway, wow, this really... is such <laughs> fucking boring little... I love that our wine is meant to be like us being like, here's a really funny thing to complain about. And it's just us being like, I'm warm. <laughs> my <laughs> skincare gave me a dry patch. I'm a little dry now. The my vegetarian sk- whopper tasted too much like smoky barbecue. Ugh. My win. Oh, actually. Okay, oh, you, you no, do. No, your, do you no, have a wine? No, 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 I have, I want to read out a, a thread I did, but it's good. Oh, Jesus, okay. So my win mm-hmm. is that we don't have to travel by 17th century ship. That's, you know what? And this solid win. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it's such a win because at the moment I'm listening to a 21 hour long audiobook on the Batavia, mm-hmm. which I've always pronounced Batavia, but whatever. The Batavia is an old, old ship and I'll tell you about it sometime in full, but mm-hmm. They were detailing their voyage. It takes nine fucking months to get from Amsterdam to Bali. Yeah, nine months time. on a boat. That's a long and the qual- time. And it's not like a nice... And like the, no. open water, the open ocean is my nightmare as it is. Yeah, I don't trust cruises. I will literally never go on a cruise. Cruise, no, cruise ships don't even off. bother trying Fuck to sponsor off. us. Unless you want to give us like a million dollars each and be like, cruise haters converted, then maybe, but only on a really select um, route where I can know that I can be rescued and there's not sharks. Yeah, I feel like I have to be able to sea land it has and to have be a, a personalized dollars. escape it, boat. Yeah, and it must be a million dollars. So if you're willing to do that... Then we'll consider it. Yeah. So... I've, yeah, I've been listening to this audiobook, and they were mm-hmm. detailing their ship journey. And not only does it take a million freaking years, which I always think about that. I'm like, in Hamilton, when Angelica comes for the summer, has she been on a boat for, like, three months to come and see them for, like, a week at the lake? And then she's yeah. Back like, doesn't seem worth it to me. And I also always wonder, Doesn't like, track at Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> no, but also, like, did mail take months and months? Because they all did so much correspondence, like... Where you were just like, I don't know, I don't know. Anyway. But maybe the ships that have the people on it, like, have take longer. Because you need to have, like, a toilet and a kitchen if there's a human there. But if I it's mean, just a letter. I mean, there would be a human for the letter. I don't think they put the letter on a little Yeah, but you boat. don't need, like, you could have, like, one human for 500 letters. Whereas, yeah. like, if you're just a bunch of people, you need... And so that one human needs one toilet. But if you have, like, 500 people, Shall they need more it? than one toilet. Anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll come back. We'll circle back at some point. But <laughs> circle back, circle back. They were talking about their journey on 
the Batavia. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, one of the most bitchin' ships the entire, like, company has. Yeah. It sounded horrific. Yeah. They have, like, hundreds of soldiers there to protect the bounty, um, living in these horrible cabins under the deck with, like, that don't even have, like, windows. Yeah. And then you have all the, like, crew and sailors and stuff and, like, their families, if they wanted to bring them, smushed together in another one that's, like, dirty and disgusting. No. And then, like, you're barely allowed up on deck because there's not enough room for you. And then one of the best days they had mm-hmm. was something good happened and they mm-hmm. got to play the horse thief game. Oh my god. And the horse thief game, what is it? From my recollection, uh-huh. is basically. I'm so excited. They pick a couple of people from the crew. Uh-huh. So the higher up people in the crew get to be like the, the court. Mm-hmm. And then there's like two other people who are the horse thieves, mm-hmm. and they like have a fake trial. And you're like, that sounds like fun. Yeah. But all I remember about this is that after they decide that the fake horse thieves are guilty, uh-huh. one of them got tied up on a pole somewhere and Ooh. they pulled his pants down and put tar all over his dick and balls Ooh. that would take him like weeks to fully get off. It's a little far Sounds like me. UTI Central. Yeah. And the other one, what did they do to him? It was like, they like smeared shit all over him or something. And like And like dangled him off the side of the ship. Anyway, I can't find it because apparently it's not a, a top Google result when you Google horse thief game Batavia. But... It was. It was like a fake trial and everyone on the whole ship went and watched it. And the culmination of this whole fake trial was just watching someone get smeared with shit and someone else have tar put on their dick and balls. And like those people also were supposedly having a good time. So you can imagine how horrible the rest of the journey was. Honestly, I feel like if anyone could relate, it's us in lockdown. I'm yeah. like, wow, a thing happened? Yeah. But, Exciting. But even then, no. And even their, like, water would go bad and the food would all go moldy. And, like, they had, like, pigs and chickens and stuff on this ship so they could kill them for fresh food. Which, like, that would be gross, too. Yeah. It just sounds like it sucks. And that was your only option. If you wanted to travel, you'd have to get on one of these ships. And every time I think about this, whether it's the Mayflower, whether it's satan himself christopher columbus the mm-hmm. name of santa maria or it's these guys going to steal old spices from the native people of indonesia and then make their lives an absolute living hell it just doesn't seem like a fun time no it doesn't seem like a fun doesn't time seem like a fun time no so my win is that we do not really ever yeah have to travel on a 17th century ship that's a pretty solid win thank you um my win is have you seen about Harry Styles fans keeping their rooms clean. Harry Styles fans are now keeping their rooms Nick clean and tidy. Is Nick one of the words? No, it's not. Don't think spick so. Spick and span, I think spick maybe. Spick and span. Because Harry Styles, um, his his car broke down outside of a fan's house, but the fan wasn't home. And so the fan's dad just let Harry in helped him out, let him use his phone. It was all good. He and fed then the fish. He fed the fish. He took a little photo feeding the fish and was like hey great to meet you p.s i fed the fish and that's like my favorite part he's like p.s i fed the fish and he's he like, fed her, like he left her like really cute nice notes and like yeah on, like, his own album he like drew himself with a little, little mask. mask on like i would absolutely fucking die and so now all the harry styles fans are like well we need to keep our rooms clean now in case harry styles comes over but my favorite part is that Very all fair. of my, my favorite part is that all of them jumped straight to let's keep my room clean and not Maybe. 
just maybe remove my shrine of Harry Styles. <laughs> like all of them are like, thank God my room is clean now. And then they sent like post a photo and there's just like a full fucking shrine to Harry Styles. <laughs> and they're like, thank God guys, don't worry. If Harry visits, it's not going to be embarrassing anymore because I picked some things up the floor. <laughs> like, I absolutely just love that for them. <laughs> for those who are not long time Cosity Fatty fans... First of all, boo. Second of all, welcome. <laughs> Third of all, we used to have a One Direction shrine we in did. our apartment. And yeah. it was it went up a whole wall. Yeah. It was great. It was really wonderful. It was the first thing you see when you walk in. Yeah. We also had a massive poster on the fridge. Mm-hmm. And then one time a guy came to fix our dishwasher, which by the way, God, I miss having a dishwasher. Yeah. Um, and he just kind of like looks. Every time some maintenance person came in, just kind of stare at it because we're both like thriving young professionals in our early 20s and, <laughs> and then like, there's a, a giant one direction poster covering the like entire early range. days one direction too i want to know where that poster is because i would put it up i don't care what will says yeah um can i before we dive into the cults though yeah one more little treaty treat for the people oh, i have as we know i've been watching a lot of gossip girl yeah and i've determined how each character in gossip girl would respond to covid Okay. Like, how they would deal with it. Okay. So, I'm just going to let you know, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. Mm-hmm. Serena, mm-hmm. I think she would 100% fly to Europe mm-hmm. and just spend the whole pandemic partying along various towns. Mm, it really depends what season. Because I would agree with her flying to Europe, but I would see her, like, holding herself up somewhere. As someone who is now on season four and a half, like, I'm halfway through season four, she is a tiny crack away from having a breakdown and doing that again. Okay, Every single enough. time something goes slightly wrong, she's like, I'm getting drunk, but it's okay because I was uh, looking for my dad or I was in a relationship. It's like, you're just a mess. Okay. Um, I think Blair Wardoff, who, by the way, I fucking love her, um, she would just panic and lock down her entire house. Oh, yeah. Like, completely. Like, she would fly the gay dads in. We've ha- got Silas there. We've got her mum. We've got Dorota. And, like, no one's allowed to leave. Someone brings up, like, all their fancy food and they eat it in their apartment, but they never leave. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, she's Agreed. very strict on that. Yeah. Um, Dan, second worst character, constantly posts online about the need to stay home and wear a mask, but is spotted on Gossip Girl all the time doing the exact opposite. Yeah, and he'd be, like, having random chicks over and stuff. Yeah, and he's just like, guys, you need to wear a mask, and then it just shows him, like, in a cafe writing, because he thinks, oh, God, he's the fucking yeah. worst. Um, Nate, God, he's just, honestly, sometimes he gives me big will energy. Um, but simple, beautiful Nate, he thinks it's a hoax, but he can't admit it out loud because he doesn't want to get made fun of. And so he just continues his normal life, but with a mask on, in case he gets photographed. But deep down, he's like, I just don't think it's that big of a deal. I think he, d- I think Nate wouldn't 100% understand it, but he's like, on the off chance, they're right. I'm not going to risk yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like he deeply thinks it's a hoax. Like, he went down some conspiracy forum and just hasn't felt like he could talk that. about it. I don't know. I love him, but he's a simple boy. Yeah. Um, Vanessa, worst character ever. Oh my god. Rewatching it all just confirms that she's the worst. Because her whole thing is like, I'm a good girl, but then she fucks over everyone in the worst ways. And I'm like... So you're annoying and you're a bitch, but you're not even cool about it. Like, no. Anyway, um, she thinks everyone should be doing herd immunity, doesn't trust vaccines, and resents the wealthy for being being able to hide away in their mansions. Yeah. And she's like, people only support lockdown because they're rich. And if we just do herd immunity, it'll be fine. And it's like, no, you're literally hurting the people who don't live in a one-bedroom Brooklyn apartment. Like, her whole thing is like, I'm so poor. Living in my own apartment in Brooklyn at the age of 18. Like, fuck off. Gosh, she's the worst. 
Chuck Bass, look, I love him, but he acts like absolutely nothing has changed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. He also would start a company that pro- that makes face masks and anti Oh, yeah, that's yeah. also fair, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lily keeps on throwing brunches and parties, but insists that she only ever invites people who are inside of her bubble. And people catch it at one of her parties, but she takes absolutely no responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Jenny would start off trying to do the right thing, and she's like, I'm going to stay inside. But then, like, one person slights her just ever so slightly gets on her bad side and suddenly she's like sneaking around and she's like at Bergdorf's and someone puts their mask down in the changing room and she's like coughing into it after she tested positive she goes psycho at like the drop of a hat I know um and then Eric just stays inside and wears a mask and does everything right because uh, of course he does um I couldn't really figure out Rufus because I did kind of think that he might do the right thing but I just fucking hate him so I think Rufus would do the bare legal minimum and Fair. like genuinely think that's all that he needs to do. Yeah, no, that that tracks. Thank you for helping me find a middle ground where I can still hate him, but he is admittedly probably doing the right thing in quotation legally, marks. Legally, though, but legally in America. Legally so. is nothing. Let's not mention the word America ever again. Yes, anyway, this episode is great. I hope you enjoy it. Let us know if you enjoy it because, again, I thrive on direct feedback. Someone please draw the bell keep. Let's go. <laughs> oh, well, wasn't that a lovely introductory segment? <laughs> Fuck you. So <sighs> we're recording this portion right after we recorded the last one. However, now we're recording in my apartment Which for the we first have never time. done, yeah. We've never done for reasons that will become very obvious as you hear Will constantly. Yeah. Constantly. I have a silent mouse of a wife, so yep. she can just hide away in her room. I unfortunately <laughs> have a gamer boy. <laughs> I mean, we're here because Riley's also a gamer and has to talk she, to people. She's playing one Dungeons and Dragon. Will yeah. never stops. True. So let's get into the culty segment of this episode. And Maddie, would you like to kick it off with not a cult because we don't want to get killed? Scientology. It's weird that this isn't this cult episode. I don't know why it's here. Um, it's so weird that we would include Scientology in this episode. But, but it's just a joke. Here it is. And somehow a summary has appeared in front of me. Oopsie. Scientology. Oh god, I, just the tone, the tone of voice that you adopt the second you're fucking storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? I'm a professional. <sighs> Scientology. Is it really as crazy as we think? Oh my god. Scientology was made up in 1953 by mediocre science fiction writer and alleged paranoid schizophrenic L. Ron Hubbard. Hubby was a Pisces, born in 1911, who died at age 74 after several years in hiding, an ongoing vendetta against mainstream psychiatry, numerous fraud charges, and a failed attempt to take over a town in Florida. Allegedly. Sounds like just the kind of man who I would want inventing a religion. And that's what it technically is. Scientologists have fought long and hard to make damn sure that they are legally considered a church, and at the time of this recording, they do indeed retain that status, which is great for tax purposes. And I'm sure also the soul. I watched an entire documentary once about the stops they had to pull out to secure this ruling, and a lot went down. But the primary facet of that lengthy documentary that has stayed in my mind is that at some point, for some reason, they made a music video. This music video is called We Stand Toll, and while I hesitate to refer to it as an A-grade bop due to the atrocities allegedly committed by the talent, I also cannot rightly say that it is not one. You can watch the music video on YouTube, And it truly is a who's who of early 90s Scientologists, with the notable absences of Tom Cruise and John Travolta, who were probably just feeling shy that day and dipped. In the documentary I watched, they annotated the video to show what had happened to the people singing. And alongside David Miscavige, who is now the big number one Scientologist, and a couple of people who had since left and become vocal dissers of said church, 
there were a few who had mysteriously disappeared or died under unclear circumstances. That's always what you want to see. That makes me feel great about presenting this rundown. <laughs> Speaking of people leaving the church, boy, do they. Some, <laughs> some of the highest up Scientologists have now managed to escape and dedicate their lives to spreading the good word, read the bad deeds. So I suggest you watch some Leah Remini or find a documentary or two if you want a real rundown of just how sinister the inner workings of this ragtag bunch of misfits really are. Allegedly. There are reports of severe psychological manipulation, physical abuse, and blackmail, allegedly, among many more alleged no-nos. But do your own research. I am not an expert, and I am making no official claims today against the fine people of Scientology, nor the organization itself. No, sir. Turning away from the doom and gloom, one fun little quirk is that Scientologists sometimes refer to years as AD, like the rest of us, but the numbers don't line up. Why? Because instead of A.D. meaning Anno Domini, they believe it refers to after Dianetics. What the fuck is Dianetics? <laughs> well, hun, it's a little form of psychological abuse Ron Hubby came up with that helps his organization control and blackmail its members. What? Who said that? Allegedly. I mean, it is a completely legitimate form of psychotherapy that is absolutely 100% approved by every psychological board in the world and definitely not viewed as dangerous, dangerous trash by anyone with half an education or two brain cells to tap together. No offense, Fiona. I was about to say, I only have one, but even I think it's dangerous. It's so. true, yeah. <laughs> I shan't be diving into Dianetics, because we'll be here all week, and I have some napping to do. But suffice to say that a large part of what goes on within Scientology is a process called auditing, which is basically where a Scientologist sits down with another more important Scientologist and tells them all their deepest, darkest secrets, which are then for sure not added to a Matt McGuire-style dossier being compiled about each and every single member for future blackmail and manipulation purposes. Definitely not. It is just like real therapy, and everyone comes out the other end feeling great. Sifting through a lifetime of various traumas and deeply personal information, with an unqualified bully who believes that a spaceman named Xenu brought billions of space people to Earth and then blew them all up, but that the same spaceman will actually deliver this new group of followers to a really nice little destiny and not another explosion? Sign me up. But don't. In case there is some way that just saying that legally binds me to Scientology, I am clarifying that that was a joke and I would like to retain ownership of my soul. I mean, maybe so you also won't go to normal therapy, let alone one that has intensive purposes like this. Moving so. on. <laughs> Side note, I found out Xenu is sometimes referred to as Zemu, like Emu, and that is pretty fucking funny. Unless John Travolta is listening, in which case, not at all funny, praise be to Zemu, nothing to see here. Anyway, as Dianetics, the book or article or both, I don't actually care, was published in 1950. By their kooky little calendar, I was actually born on January 2nd, AD 43. Fun. Sounds like shit. Not a fan of the number 43, wouldn't hack it as a Scientologist. Sticking to Christ for my date keeping, thanks. Fun fact. The concept for Hubby's unpublished book Excalibur, which would become the basis for Dianetics, is something he came up with following a near-death experience he had in 1938 while sedated for a dental operation. Now, if that doesn't scream best way to develop a trustworthy, safe, and legitimate psychological practice, I DK what does. In addition to Dianetics, there is a lot, and I mean a lot, of other absolutely batshit insane stuff to look into. I don't have time to even scratch the surface. <laughs> yep. But if you think you've heard something that sounded buck wild, it was probably true. Allegedly. Do your own research and nobody sue me. Speaking of legal action, boy has there been a lot. Both aimed at and taken by the Church of Scientology. Again, no time to go into this, but have a little Google. 
Chuck a little glance at FBI Operations Snow White. Have a little think about how much money this organization has and how important it is to them that people keep their damn mouths shut, and then just imagine the absolute ocean of suings and silencings that perhaps would arise from such a combo. Allegedly. Anyway, Scientology's whole deal is that they truly do believe that they have everything figured out and are smarter than real science and smarter than us. Me. I don't personally believe anyone is smarter than me. Except maybe my dad and this one guy I dated once. And even then, I have strengths they don't. So I find this stance rather unpersuasive. Despite this, they insist their beliefs and practices are based on rigorous research and that Scientology's doctrines are, and I do quote here, accorded a significance equivalent to scientific laws. This includes the fact they claim to have access to memories that are 76 trillion years old, old. which predates the universe. But who am I to question this? Aside from the smartest person alive, who? Nobody. I raise no personal gripe or disagreement with the Majestic Church of Scientology, and I for sure do not need them to send weirdos to follow me around with video cameras, which is a real thing that they do to people who disagree with them publicly or try to leave the church. Allegedly. I have seen documentaries where these weirdos are just outside people's houses waiting, and they have little t-shirts made and everything, and it really is a sight to behold. Allegedly. What do the t-shirts say? It's like they like do like hate t-shirts about the people that are trying that are talking shit about them. Like little graphic tees, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. You may be wondering what the actual point of Scientology is, and I can truthfully say I do not know. I do know that people tend to join when they're looking for guidance or help, particularly attracted to the promises of psychological transcendence, thanks to the magic of Dianetics. It's one of those really fun cults where you're told when you reach a certain level that all the secrets will be revealed. But with this particular organization, once you've reached that peak, the info that is revealed to you is about a magical spaceman called Xenu. And yeah, you probably are like, what the actual fuck? But thing is, once you're mixed up enough to hear the tales of Papa Xenu and his big old hydrogen bombs, it's probably going to be a bit tricky to get out. But how does that work if we can just Google the answer? Yeah, they're mad about that. They're mad about it. Yeah. And sunk cost fallacy dictates that even if it does click and you're like, what the actual fuck? You've invested so much in getting to that point that you'll just keep on trucking. Keep on striving to please your mystical, magical space papa. Officially, they say the tiered privilege system re what they are actually there for is because the true meaning of Xenu slash Scientology slash whatever the F guys, I don't even know at this point, can only be understood after years of study. That is very interesting, because in most other religions, you can study for years and gain a deeper understanding of the text provided, but most of the big points are pretty clear for the start. Jesus, for example, introduced (laughs) pretty early on. God also makes an appearance quite swiftly. Mm -hmm. One could say that letting people know who or what they are meant to be dedicating themselves to is something to be done at the top of the piece, during the earliest orientation stages, perhaps. But maybe we are all sheeple, and the real way to introduce an almighty being is to keep them a really good secret for ages, until you've learnt all of someone's secrets and put their family onto a big boat you own to scrub floors for you, and then maybe if they're hardcore enough, just maybe, then they get to sneak a cheeky peek behind the curtain and score an intro to Xenu. TBH, they publicly do not mention Xenu at all, because like I said, he's meant to be a really great secret, so it must be a bit of a get-his-name-out-of-your-dang-mouth moment when a normie like me is ruining the surprise without even selling them my secrets. Didn't even have to climb the ranks, just went on Wikipedia. Guess the moral there is that technology's the Antichrist, and I am really sorry for the spoilers to any future Scientologists. I'm sure Space Daddy Xenu still has plenty more adventures and prophecies for you to enjoy. We haven't scratched the surface, but I don't want them to tap my phone like they allegedly did to Nicole Kidman. Allegedly. So that's that. Big up Xenu. Let's discuss. 
a lot. Yeah, that's like it's not even not even a, a fraction. <laughs> I didn't even go into the Sea Org. I hinted at it mm-hmm. with like the big boat thing, but yeah. good God, good God. Okay, Scientology leader vibe. Did you know I went into a Scientology place once? Yeah, you've told me about this. Yeah, I know a few people who have gone in and they like give you little handouts and you yeah, have to like, write down your pamphlets. info. And, like, there's always one person in the group that gives their real info, and everyone's like, stop fucking doing that. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, All right. Leader vibe. Now, are we talking L. Ron Hubbard or yes. David Miscavige? L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard. What does it's he look a, like again? The worst. <laughs> he looks exactly like you think someone called L. Ron Hubbard would look yeah. like. Yeah. Oh, he didn't look like what I thought he'd look like. He looks more Mormon than I thought. No. Uh, well, he just is a really weird little man. Honestly... I find him so pathetic, allegedly. The vibe of the leader? Yeah, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel it. Like, I don't feel... Uh, I'm not even intuitive. I'm just like, I feel like I could beat him in any kind of fight, you know? Yeah. Verbal, emotional, Pretty, physical. pretty low vibe for me. Yeah. I feel like anyone who starts a cold gets a one. Gets a one, yeah. Okay. Leader efficiency. Given that he started out it's being so... such a fucking fail of a science fiction writer. I think, I think incredible. Yeah. Incredible efficiency. Yeah, ten. Yeah. Mm, mm, he's uh, still a bit pathetic personally, so nine. Yeah, but also like... Oh, but they're a big joke. They're a huge that's joke. That's what I mean, yeah. He's got to be at least an eight. It's because funny because it's, it's either eight or two. <laughs> like, it's either eight or two. He's managed to... Be, they have so much money They've done so, so many much. centers there in like every country. Eight. It's got to be an eight, yeah. Um. Yeah, and he literally... Efficiency, if they weren't a laughing stock, would be a ten. Yeah. But they are. Allegedly. Um. Location. You can be anywhere. However, if you're in the Sea Org, which is basically they put you on a boat and you have to do manual labor, and if Ew. you disagree with them, they beat you. Um, oh, I think that's got to keep that in into yeah. consideration. Like I'm pretty sure everyone gets like they send their kids off to Sea Org and they just like do manual labor for a Xenu or whatever. That's a lot on a boat. I think the boat thing kind of arose from him like trying to flee into international waters, and now they're just like Sea Org. Yeah, but it's a bit of a nothingness because you can be a Scientologist anywhere. You can be a Scientologist in like Madrid. Yeah. You can be a Scientologist but with, in Hollywood. With Nixium, you could be a Scientologist. You could be a Nixium person anywhere. But they did also have, like, some fun base and, like, mm. that sort of thing. So I feel like just a seven. There are a lot of them that live in the communes and it seems like a really fucking miserable place. And they, like, police everything you do. Oh, that's You a do lot. get to, like, live with your husband or whatever. Yeah. But. I think five. Because there's nothing positive, but there's a few negs. There's too, I think there's too much, like, diversity. Yeah. But, like, it can be horrible. But it's not, like, Jonestown bad. Yeah. Yeah. So five. Five. Um, bat shittery. Oh, incredible. Incredible. Literally based on a sci-fi thing. And also the fact that, like, they take themselves so seriously and then they send, like, waddling middle-aged men with camcorders out to follow people around with graphic tees that they've made themselves. 10 out of 10 for that shit. Yeah, it's gonna be 10. Fucking Xenu. The fact that they don't tell you about Xenu until you're higher up and they're like, it'll all make sense at some point. Imagine rising through the ranks and being like fucking Tom Cruise. And then just walking and being like, I'm ready to learn today. And they're like, let me tell you a little story about a man named Xenu. <laughs> and the whole thing about Xenu is he brought billions of space people to Earth and then blew them all up with hydrogen bombs. Yeah. I'm like, why do you think he's going to treat you any different? That's like people who get into a relationship by cheating. You think that person's not going to cheat on you? You think Xenu's not going to blow you up? Criminal activities. Boy. They you know what? I don't want to get into it, but 10. Yeah. Because we, we couldn't. We couldn't, we couldn't pinpoint, we couldn't pinpoint, well, we could, there's been a lot of FBI operations, but they are still trucking. I'm just going to do a, a vibe of 10 and say no more. 
because I don't want I'm okay. I don't want to get killed. <laughs> Just think of that picture of Nicole Kim and when her divorce got finalized. And it's just like the most pure joy. joy. Um, allegedly. Aesthetic. There isn't one. No. Elron Hubbard gets a fucking zero for aesthetic. I think they I think they get zero because there's not any sort of solid vibe. And yeah. if, if it's, it's not coordinated, anything, it's not nice. It doesn't look good. Although yeah. I will say when I think of Scientology, I do kind of think of like holographics a bit. So that's a bit fun. But yeah, I know that's think, just me. Yeah, and also when I think about the buildings they have, like Oh no, this is kind of a vibe. Oh, that looks like Book of Mormon. Yeah, it's kind of a vibe. That's fun. It's a bit fun. But that's, they've... I think it's just their one building. They've got one really cool building. I think we can give them a one for this one really cool building that they have. Hmm. You know what we haven't got a ranking for that Scientology would need? Is, like, the level of, of damage control that they do. Yeah, but it I doesn't mean, apply to everyone. Just, yeah, most of them just kill them all off. Where I Scientology think... makes full websites dedicated to like discrediting people that speak out against yeah. them. Um, Sorry, what are we up to? Notoriety. Notoriety. Ten. Ten. Yeah. Everyone knows. Yeah, everyone knows. Death rate. It's a covert. It's a covert three, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Because it's not. It's not like everyone dies, but like no. there are a lot. There's lots of there's abuse, some, and also some there stuff are, related. There's a real high suicide rate, I believe, allegedly from a documentary that I watched but did not make. Yeah, it. we'll give it a three. three. A thirty percent sounds really solid. Because like, if also if you're just getting like beaten heaps, like yeah, that adds up to a death. Yeah. Um, daily life. What's involved? I don't really know because really it's so diverse. Like, are you yeah. in the Sea Org, where I would imagine that sucks, mm. or are you Tom Cruise? Where you just have the world at your fingertips. I mean, you have, but you're Tom, if you're Tom Cruise, you have the world at your fingertips regardless of Scientology. Yeah. So it really can only bring you down because I don't think the people on the boat are on a boat normally. Mm. And what happens else? Yeah, it, I think it's like <laughs> your daily life isn't like you're not, it's not horrific every day, but like you are being controlled and you can't do anything and you have to like go in for audits and yeah. they know all your secrets. I think five. Yeah, because we just can't say. Can't yeah, say. yeah, can't, can't say, say, but also like the daily life is pretty normal. It's a bit of a. It's just that your that overall they... life is a bit yeah fucked allegedly. Yeah, notable members ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. They've 10. got John Travolta. They've Tom got Cruise. Tom Cruise. They've got like a lot of people that you hear that they're Scientologists, but you don't fully know they're Scientologists. Yeah. Like they've got a lot. They've got a lot. They've yeah. got a lot. Ten out of ten. Um, who's more likely to join Scientology out of us? Hmm. And this is if we didn't know what it was, I think. Because if we, like, or are we doing it, we know what Scientology is, who's more likely to join. I think we have to know what Scientology is. I think that if I were in the right place, I'd think I'd be able to beat the system. And I would try it. Yeah, you would. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'd be like, I'll beat the Tom Cruise. And then I'd end up, like, on a boat hating my life. Yeah. (laughs) Who's the most, like, the leader? Again, probably me. you, Yeah. yeah. Like, do However, on the fictional element, like, that's very Yeah, new. I really do suggest watching just documentaries about it. Because, like, you learn about, like, the way that the current leader, um, David Miscavige, like, I'm pretty sure his wife is just missing. Oh. Allegedly. I don't actually know. That's just the vibe that I remember. But, again, yeah. just do your research. <laughs> and, again, we, we aren't Scientologists, so we don't know. We, we could be completely know. wrong. How could we um, Please. God. But that music video they made, We Stand Tall, watch it. And if you can find the annotations of what has happened to all the people, it's like, hey la, hey la, we stand tall. And it's like them sticking it to the FBI and the um, the IRS, being like, we're at church, we don't have to pay yeah. tax. <laughs> it just pans across. And then they just have annotations of like, 
missing since 2001. Yeah. Like, and it's well, like, like oh. couldn't get in contact with. Like, yeah. Uh. Is now leader of the church. Like, yeah. it's just, it's interesting. So, that's Scientology. There we go. Yeah. Nice. All right. Next up, we have honestly the main event what we've all been waiting for. Manson family. Fuck yes. Fuck Fuck yes. yes. And I mean, I understand that people are like, don't fetishize murderers, but I don't want to fuck them. I just... (laughs) 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 But like, he is absolutely my kind of cult leader. Yeah. We'll get into that. But what I will say about Charles Manson is I just can't believe he's dead. Yeah. Like, because it's a recent death. Yeah, 2017. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but like he's he's one of the ones where I always think about like you think about Dahmer you think about fucking mm-hmm. what's one that everyone Ted that everyone Ted wants Bundy. to fuck yeah and you're like dead 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 mm. but you think about Manson you're like he's still rattling around you know why I think though I think that Marilyn Manson helped that to live on more culturally because a lot of people were introduced to Marilyn Manson just being someone in the music industry before Charles Manson also someone in the music industry yes I had to skim over that. I was like, this really isn't no, relevant. There, there's and he would be really upset if I even knew that I excluded Did you go it. into it at all? About- I mentioned oh, it. Because okay. it's actually incredibly well, let's, important. Let's get into it, but shall if we? If you want to know a lot about Charles Manson, there's a podcast called, I think, Young Charlie or Young yeah. Charles something. Thanks, Young Charles. Yeah. Um, I'm okay. so excited. Okay. Well, <laughs> again, this is one that you guys probably had a phase with in middle school or Everyone high school. Did. Show us someone who didn't have a Charles Manson phase and I'll show you a Fool and a loser. <laughs> um, so it was led by Charles Manson, who, after spending most of his life in and out of jail, was released after seven years and emerged into the summer of love with just a bunch of hippies. You know what he did during those seven years? What? Or maybe it was while he was in school, but at some point he like very heavily studied um, the de- how to win friends and influence people. Lol. Like that's like what he based everything on. I believe that. And that's why I want to read it. <sighs> Um, anyway, I find it really funny how he lured people in because the way, <laughs> it just sounds so fake, the way that he got people to come near him originally just play a little song. Oh yeah. <laughs> just lure them with music. Yeah. Play a little ditty. The girls come a flocking. Um, <laughs> I was like, what's flocking? <laughs> yeah. But why, why did he want, he just wanted followers and attention. He just wanted followers and attention yeah. at the start. Like p- people kind of like hypothesized that it was like he didn't really have a family because his like mum was in and out of jail and his dad was absent and all of that. And he spent like all of his like childhood in Yeah, so he kinda just and, and then shit. so he gets out of prison and he's like, I just want people around. Um so he played the guitar, um, but he also learned how to identify girls that were like a little bit broken and needed something that he could give them, like love or attention or whatever. Just like something to anchor them. Yeah. Um and get them to be part of his little harem. Uh, the first red flag, weren't lie, is that Manson was 32 when he got out of jail and started all this. Yeah. The girls were aged 14 to 18. Yeah. So. Look, uh, none of this is going to be great. No. Yeah. But that's, you know what? I would give that a big yikes. (laughs) That is a huge yikes. Um, Even for the 70s. Yeah. And then during sex, he would, like, ask them to open up about things. So he knew, like, exactly what buttons to push and then gave them all the things that they were missing. Like, he was just really good at making people feel good. Hmm. Um, he really is like the epitome of a cult leader who like his only goal really is just control and influence. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. At the start. At the start it, it started yeah. out. Um, and the whole cult lifestyle was literally just like smoking weed and having sex. And he would like sex was a big part of it. He would have sex with girls to lure them in. And then those girls would lure guys in with sex. 
Um, and they also lived in like a bunch of, I'm not going to go through like the full timeline, but they lived on a bunch of different houses and ranches. And it would always either be someone in the cult's like family member owned it or the girls were sleeping with the place, the person who owned it. And yeah. that's how they like got to stay there. Um, and they would also go like, um, like dumpster diving for food. So that's basically just how they lived is yeah. sex, weed, in the beginning. It's really just how I imagine the 60s. To yeah. So just a big old hippie sex cult. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just got this 60s and 70s confused. He was 60s, wasn't he? He was 60s, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, honestly, I don't know. I feel like he did the, the, the Tate LaBianca's were in 60. Because he, he was born in the 30s and he came out at 32. Yeah. So yeah, that's right. Um, so I'm not going to go fully into his music career because it isn't entirely related to cult stuff, except that it did happen at the same time and they recorded some music together. But two things to note are, one, Manson failed to get big in Hollywood and be accepted there, which led to, like, major disdain for Hollywood and celebrities in general. Yeah. Um, and two, the one other thing, it's also really not relevant, this one isn't relevant at all, but I found it really funny because in one of the documentaries, um, it's a it's an American documentary, which mm. really set the tone for the whole thing. Yeah, I sure um, And they were like, while everyone seemed to love Manson's music, lost tapes reveal otherwise. And there's just this guy, Dennis Wilson, shit-talking Manson's music. I'm sorry, just this guy, Dennis Wilson? I mean, yeah, but... That's a very important part of the story. Yeah. I mean, not Do really. you go into the... Not really. Yes, it is. Oh, Why? my God. So he was from the Beach Boys. Yeah. And Charles Manson... I just had to skim over all that, But though. this actually leads into why the murders happened the way they did. Okay. Because Charles Manson befriended Beach Boys Man. Yeah. And he, like, fully was hanging out with the cult. Yeah, yeah. And um, Charles, he was like, yeah, I love your music. Cool, great, we'll help you out. And then, like, essentially, I'm not sure if Charles Manson just believed this or if they legitimately did, but the Beach Boys, like, stole one of Charles Manson's songs, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, like, lost his fucking mind. And so then that, I think, was the turning point of him fully being, like, I hate Hollywood. Fuck celebrities. Yeah. Um, and that, the, is it Dennis Wilson? Mm-hmm. That connection is why they went to the specific house that they did the the Tate murder in. Why? Because I'm pretty sure Dennis Wilson or someone, a producer that he introduced them to or something like, had used to, it was their house and they were renting it out to Tate and Roman Polanski. Oh. Like, there's a whole okay. thread where, like, if he hadn't had the Beach Boys connection, it would not have unfolded the way it did. And it was, like, Weird. the straw that broke the Campbell's entire fucking Okay, brain. well, anyway. Well, there yeah. you go. Um, That's a fun little thread to look into. Yeah. Another thing that I will mention now before we get into the uh-oh cult stuff um, is that <laughs> everyone had a nickname, which is oh, yes. a bit fun. Yes. You know, it's a bit of pre-murder banter. Did but... it end in Odie? Mm-hmm. No, you could choose it. But <laughs> one of the best ones was <laughs> one girl. Her name's Nancy. Mm-hmm. Um, her, her, birth, her birth name, her legal name, mm-hmm. um, her government name. But <laughs> her nickname was Brenda. <laughs> Brenda was a cooler name then than it is now. But like but Nancy Brenda, Brenda. Like literally other names were like Squeaky. Sn- yeah, the Squeaky, Snake, Blue, Tex, Tex. and then Brenda. Um, Brenda. Anyway. Yeah, Squeaky's one that you hear quite a lot about. Yeah. Brenda, you don't hear so much. No. I mean, like, she's one of the three that's like still out there who's like, I would still die for him. So many of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, slowly the group become more and more of a, like a real group. The dream is weed and sex and no work and Manson is letting them live that dream. But then they start to become like fully reliant on him. So there was complete isolation when they were on the ranches. Because mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, like we don't need to, it's just hippie free love. Like we're just going to smoke weed and have sex and chill. Mm-hmm. Um, so they cut themselves off entirely. Like which, from society. Yeah, yeah, from society. Which meant, and they like, didn't even have clocks. They weren't even allowed clocks. So you had no concept of anything 
outside of what Manson is telling you. And he would like, he would share the news. He would tell them what was happening in the world. Yeah. But they were all vibing it. A hundred percent. They all loved it. Um, and they had no contact with the outside world with anyone, unless it was like someone who's about to be a member. Or like they'd been sent out to do a task. Or yeah. Um, and then although one, <laughs> one woman who was an outsider, um, was interviewed, her name was Winky and she was like a ranch hand on like one of the ranches that they lived on. And so she like, and she was like, yeah, I kept my distance. And the quote was, there were a bunch of ragtag, dirty little girls and the men always had knives. They were kind of pathetic. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, I would never have joined them. That's ill. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so full isolation. And then they start doing a shit ton of LSD. What? Who saw that coming? You know, uh, but Manson most of the time would stay sober because he felt that it was easier to control everyone if he was sober and they're all like literally losing their minds on LSD because LSD is pretty strong psychedelic Mm -hmm. and people become very suggestible. Yeah, really not recommended on like high dosage and regular use. Or at (laughs) all. Yeah, but like particularly high dosage and regular use. But it was the 60s. I think I would have been on like meth to try and get through the 60s. (laughs) Basically, it was a very good environment for him to be able to control everyone because they only know things through him. He's giving them an amazing life and they're like completely tripping balls all the time. Yeah. Um... And after only two years, very short cult. Yeah. After two years of sex, emotional manipulation, and endless drugs, Manson had gotten his group of around 30 to a point where they literally thought he was the second coming of Jesus. Looked like it. Huh? Looked like it. Yeah. Um, he would say that his name was Manson, like man, son, son of man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and... The members believed that they fully saw him, like, perform miracles, like, bring a bird back from lie, like, from the dead, and, like, walk through fire, because they're taking a lot of LSD. And he's a real showman. Ah, <sighs> yeah, truly. Um, and all of them were like, yeah, like, I still can't explain to this day, like, how he did those tricks. And you it's were like, honey, you were high. Yeah. Um, and, anyway, oops, then some racism popped out. <laughs> yeah. 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 I didn't know how to segue that, so I just said, oops. <laughs> Jesus. So, basically, Manson used his status as a perceived deity to convince his followers that, uh-oh, there's going to be a race war. Um, and didn't he tell them that they were going to have to like live underground because all the white people were going to get killed or something? Yes. So, th- <sighs> what he said, and essentially he also saw a song from the Beatles, Helder Skelter, was like a sign that this was all true. Yeah. Um. So, thanks, Beatles. And so uh, he called his whole like race war plan Helter Skelter. Skelter. Yes, he did. Essentially, his theory is that people from the bottom are going to go to the top, which is what is sung about in the Beatles. Um, and he believed black people were at the bottom and they were going to kill their way to the top. And the only ones who would be left alive would be him and some of the members of the cult. And they would be locked up to be their slaves. And as an... Uh, Affirmative action guy. Manson decided that he best kick things off. Because it wasn't happening fast enough. The race war wasn't happening, so he thought, I'll help. So, big yikes. Um, the first murder by the group was of a guy called Gary. Basically, it was a very small one, but it's, you know, the little teaser. The little yeah, teaser. but this was a personal one, wasn't it, Gary? A gateway murder. Well, it was, it was basically a drug deal gone wrong. Mm-mm. But the guy, they sold Gary some drugs, and then Gary sold the drugs on, and the guys that Gary sold the drugs to were like this drug sucks Mm -hmm. and so Gary's like give me all the money back and then three of the Manson family are trying to tell Gary like fuck you no we're not giving you any money and then um Manson just rocks up with a sword (laughs) like one of the girls calls him they're like Manson it's going badly 
and it just so- sucks so hard that he had to do a racism because when yes. he when a cult leader rocks up with a fucking sword, it's iconic. You want to be like, yes, yeah. But then you're like, stop being a racist. Yes. Um. So yeah, he rocks up and then he like slices um Gary's cheek. And then Tex was like, why'd you do that? And he's like, I'm teaching you how to be a man. Honestly, it was Bobby. Bobby at this time. And then Bobby's like, okay. Um, and then he kills him. So Bobby goes to jail. Um, but that didn't really phase anyone in the cult. So now Manson is like, oh, dope. I've got followers who are willing to kill for me and are on board with this whole Helter Skelter race war thing. And they think I'm a deity. So pretty good position to be in. He had a more complex plan to start the race war. So first up, he sent three of his most trusted followers to the house of Sharon Tate, which I now know was being rented to them by Dennis Wilson. Or, or some producer that was anyway, related to that, yeah. Yeah, they, but they, in general, were like, we want to target Hollywood. Yeah. And she was like a famous person, Roman Polanski. He wanted to get Roman Polanski as well, but he was out with some mates or whatever. No, he was like in in Italy or something. He was overseas. He, he was yeah. not there. Um, and she was a pregnant upcoming film actress and her husband, Roman Polanski, who was out at the time. Uh, and... She had four friends over. Yeah. So there's five of them in total. And the three Manson families killed uh, the five people in just the most messed up way. Yeah. There was so much going on. I can't even start to go into it all. Uh, there were 102 stabs on one person. Five, th- uh, three of the victims were shot. One of them was killed just by, by being hit on the head with a gun butt. Um, and then they hung Sharon Tate after she'd been stabbed to death from the ceiling. And they did some stuff to the fetus too, we won't get into it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of in- internal things coming out. Yeah. But the thing is, it was just because they were in the house. It was just because they were there. And it was also like what they represented. Like, yeah. th- he would have killed any celebrity kind yeah. of thing. So they did that. And then you're like, but how is this a race war thing? They scrawled pig all over the house in the blood of the victims yeah. to try and convince the cops that it was black people who did this because I don't know that that's how pigs started. Pig, like calling cops pigs, started because black people were being dehumanised, <laughs> were, <laughs> past tense, um, yeah. but in the 60s and 70s they were being hum- dehumanised by cops and so they called cops pigs to kind of give them like a taste of their own medicine. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> very light dosage, yeah. diluted. Um, to show what it felt like to be dehumanized. And I don't know, that's how they started calling cops pigs. Um, but you know, they're really onto something. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so they killed them and left, but by writing pig everywhere, they were kind of hoping to lure the police to thinking it was black people who did the crime, specifically the Black Panthers, who were like black activists. So after that murder, they ended up only like a couple of kilometers away at La Bianca. Um, and it's a supermarket mogul this time. And those people were told that they wouldn't be killed. So they just went and they're like, don't worry, we're not going to kill you. Um, we're just going to rob you. Spoiler, that they killed. Whoever loved me, because it was a, a like, middle-aged couple. Yeah. So they killed them. They did many disgusting things with their insides. Yeah. The whole point of these murders was to make them so sensational and gruesome that they that couldn't be ignored they could not be ignored yeah so they were pretty heck and gross everything that was inside was suddenly outside not where it's meant to be and all over the um, walls all over everywhere yeah. yeah and in blood they wrote rise which was a common phrase that the black panthers were using mm-hmm. hell to skelter and death to pigs so they were really being like hey it's us the black panthers yeah um and they also stole the wallets of the people who were there with the intent to leave them in a black neighborhood and have them found by a black person who would use the credit cards and then be framed for the murders. God. But all the documentaries kind of were like, 
it like they they kind of brush over on the effectiveness of it, but mm. they didn't have any they didn't have any idea that the cases were even linked. Yeah, they didn't. They know. had two separate teams working on these like same gruesome murders where they take the inside out, they write pig, pig all over the wall. walls, and they're like, mm, can't see how this yeah, will be related. Yeah, it took them a really long time to link them. It took them a confession <laughs> to link them. So like. Even though none of the documentaries go into like, oh yeah, people believed it was black people. I cannot believe that in the fucking no. 60s or 70s people were seeing, because they wrote it on the outside of the house as well. Yeah. So, like, I think it would have been effective and people just brushing over it because they don't want to pretend that, they want to pretend that everyone wasn't insanely racist then. I mean, people would have been ready are. to believe it immediately then, but I mean, I'm glad it didn't work as in like, they got, they got caught. Okay, like, true. Yeah, 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 for sure. But also, like, there are so many documentaries about the Manson family that like, fully just don't mention the racism yeah and i'm like that was his whole end that was that why was he was thing. killing like he was pissed about his music career but his whole reason that. for doing those murders was to try and start a crazy person fucking race war yeah that would then end with everyone dying except for his cult who would live underground and hide and then repopulate the earth in like 500 years or some shit yeah like when you actually look into it you're like he is bonkers and like we know he's bonkers yeah but like the fact that there's a racism element to it is just like oh yeah but so many like they just don't mention that and I'm yeah like you have they to don't mention it. like you have to look into it so much to even find that like it was mostly like the lost tapes was the main one that really went into the racism but a lot of them would just be like and then he wrote pig everywhere and when i was growing up i didn't know about the racism element of it and i mm. loved cults and i was just like oh yeah he wrote pig everywhere because Weird. he doesn't like society yeah but then you look no. into it and you're like he his whole thing with building his cult the whole reason there's gonna be a race where that wipes out everyone yeah and anyway. it's like when people don't mention like the music shit but it's like no that's how he got to that point yeah oh he's a complicated guy <laughs> just mental health issues Jesus. um yeah, so people in Hollywood start- He carved a swastika into his head and people think it's not a race thing. Yeah, I was just an ex Maddie. Oh my god. <laughs> so what a symbol. Oh god. I do just find it so funny that they did completely fumble the case though. Like- How many murders were happening in the 60s that they weren't like, this might be linked? Yeah. <laughs> about like, not that far after, like about a week or something after, Manson and the cult did get arrested um, for setting fire to a bulldozer. Which is so funny because how are they arresting literally the most wanted killers in America and not even realizing yeah. it? They like bring them in and they're all like, "Yeah, we did the bulldozer." <laughs> Ooh. Um, also, like, at this point, they're living on like an abandoned fucking ranch that used to be yeah. used as a film set. They're all just living there in their weird little cult, and so much random shit happened on that ranch. Mm -hmm. And there were even rumors like, "Hey, there's this like weird commune of people living on this abandoned film set ranch out in the desert. Like, what's going on with that?" And they were hippies. like, "I don't know." Yeah. Um <sighs> anyway, while they were in jail for arson, Susan Atkins, Squeaky, I think. Um, no, is it Squeaky Squeaky from? I don't know. Anyway, Susan Atkins, one of them, um who was one of the Manson members who took part in the murders. Just casually told her cellmate about it. Yes, I forgot. Yes, <laughs> which is like, I guess that's the issue. If you brainwash too hard, like they you genuinely just think it's a cool thing. Yeah, they just genuinely thought it was a good move to do that, and it was normal to feel thrilled by stabbing people and proud to be starting a race war. So you just mention it to your cellmate. Um, they like want to join. Yeah, so maybe like don't don't brainwash too hard is the moral of this story. Um, from there, Manson yeah, you was... you give them too much confidence and you tell them this is what everyone's thinking. They don't know yeah. to keep it hush -hush. Yeah. So then Manson was arrested, um, and so were the three girls who did the big kill kills and Tex. 
Um, and the story does mostly wrap up from there. The trial went on and he was convicted, although it's worth noting that even while Manson was in jail for murder, the members of his family, like the, the cult family, mm. still supported him and were willing to do anything for him. Like they were literally interviewed being like, yeah, I would kill for him. If he says the word, I'll kill. If I don't have a weapon, I will bite their necks off. I'm willing to die for him. So the prosecution had a really hard time convicting him because nobody would snitch. And if someone was going to snitch, Manson would send out direct orders, like tie them to the back of a car and drive off. And so, yeah, like one guy was told to kill a judge and he almost did it. But And also yeah. because all he physically did was the slash on the on the Gary. Yeah, yeah he held it. He was like, physically. I wasn't even there. Yeah. I wasn't even there. Exactly. So it was very hard to convict him, but then they eventually got him and he died like three years ago in jail. Um, and the three women in text who were also convicted, uh, the, everyone got the death penalty, but then the death penalty was removed from California. Yeah. So they got life in prison. Um, but that is the Manson family. Yeah. Big cult. I'm sure you guys already know about the Manson family, but I do recommend that podcast because it goes a lot into like his childhood and like his his years when he was in prison and studying how to win friends and influence people. Because that really was his MO. His whole thing was like, I'm going to be a famous mates. musician. And he didn't want mates. He wanted to be just to be in control of people. Mm. But then the and whole racism thing started. Yeah. Yeah. Then you have to go into a racism. Moral of the story, racism is bad, guys. Yeah. If he had just been a frustrated artist, honestly, he probably could have got there eventually because mm. he was manipulative enough. Yeah. Had the connections. Mm. Okay. Leader vibe. 10. 10. Yeah. Leader efficiency. 10. 10. Uh, if we're thinking like, like he didn't start a full race war, but he did get, get other people to, to do kill. all his bidding. He was happy the whole time. But Even after he was in jail, he still had influence over not only his own cult, but just random stuff. But I will say, I think nine, because there were a few who did want to defect and were threatened with murder. And again, we've, we've established, you're not that great if you do have to do that. That's true. And also like, and it was so short. Yeah, that's like, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A quick burnout. Like, could he have lasted 10 years? Yeah. Gotta give him a nine. Okay. Yeah. Location for the cult? I reckon fun. Right vibe for the cult. I reckon... Eight? I was gonna give it a nine. I, the main issue for me is dumpster diving. Wouldn't want to be about that. But it's the 60s. Who knows? True. But they're living on an abandoned Western film set. Nine. For the vibe for this cult, it's yeah, a nine. Yeah, absolutely. Bat shittery, ten. It's a 10. 10, it's yeah. Because the more you look into it, the more you're like, what? And the fact that it escalated so quickly. Yes. Like, all these other ones we've been talking about, they're for, like, most of them have had, like, decades yeah. to evolve. This is two short years. I genuinely believe that Charles Manson would not have wanted it to go on for decades. Because he's like, he Get didn't bored. really want to be stuck with those people. No. He just wanted them to do his bidding. And then he thought they'd all be underground for several hundred years. Yeah. Um, criminal activities. Pretty, pretty high. It's, it's a, a 10. 10. That's a yeah. 10. Aesthetic. Honestly, the women all had that long sister wives, straight hair. Yeah. Charles Manson's. No, but they didn't all. Uh, they also all end up having like really short hair and wearing denim vests. But solid aesthetics from every angle. Yeah. Charles Manson's aesthetic, a lot. Like it's a cohesive. I reckon aesthetic. this could be a 10. Maybe a 9, because it's not as matchy Maybe a 9 as I because. Like. But they all had it like. Was it's like. Um, destiny's child's performance outfits and whatnot where like they're not identical but they all go together yeah i think a nine because i think for a 10 i need to be really i need, there needs a to wow. be some sort of uniform there yeah. has to be something that like yeah so i think a nine because it is a really solid aesthetic charles manson 
just looks the part. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah. Notoriety. Ten. Ten. Everyone knows this one. Death rate. People inside the cult, that was never the point. Yeah. But when they tried to kill people, they did it. If they want to do a kill, they... I feel like we've got to give them... We can't give them zero because they did murders. Yeah. And that's... But you're not... In the, you're not it's not a death rate but for the cult. they didn't want that death rate. They weren't... Mm-hmm. They didn't want themselves to die because they were meant to be the last ones standing. Yeah. I guess it's a death rate of zero then. Yeah. Daily life. Love. They were... Ten. They were... Th- they were ten out of ten nailed shit. it. Notable members. They've got Charles Manson. But he's notable because he was... Yeah. The Manson family. Yeah. I almost feel like you need to give it a zero. The members of the cult then went on to become so notorious. Mm-hmm. Like, people even know about, like, Tex and fucking Squeaky. Yeah. So it's like... It's weird because it's, it's, not, it's not the kind of cult where they wanted to have everyone in it. I think if he could have had the fucking Beach Boys in his cult, he would have had if it. If he could have had the Beach Boys in his cult, he would have just been a musician. Yeah, but I, I think that if he could have had more famous people in it, he would have done it. I feel like he would... Because you have, like, a, like a two or something, because they did have some, like... Like, they had... They, when he was already having They were associated cult, enough. Yeah. We'll do two. We'll Let's do two. Because there were no famous members. But also, what the fuck were the 60s? Who's most likely to join this cult? Absolutely me. Yeah. Sign me the fuck up, apart yeah. from the murders. And who's most likely to be the leader? Me. We had such a long discussion okay, no, about no, this no, the no. other day. No, we, we, did, we did have a long discussion about it, right? Mm-hmm. But what I'm thinking about now is the main bulk of the cult, aside from the killings, like, the, the leadership style, you. Like, distanced, not having to do anything. Also, the MO is he read a manipulation book and then was like, I'm going to make people follow me because I want people to think I'm great. Yeah, but... And then I, he just played it by ear. But the point of it was to have a lot of people around you and to be having, like, sex all the time. First of all, we take boning out of all of these equations. <laughs> but also, he wasn't, he didn't, like, sleep in the huddled masses. It was, you go to Charles when he summons you. No, he slept in the masses a lot of the time. But a lot of the time, he also was in his own separate place. Like, he did mm-hmm. what the fuck he wanted. He was yeah. the messiah. Yeah. I'm so surprised that there's even a question about okay, this one. Okay, can be Manson. Go on, Maddie. We had a convo about this the other I know night. I know did. Where you're Jim Jones and I'm Manson. I know. <laughs> God. Just, you can be Manson. There you go, Thank Maddie. you. <laughs> so that's the Manson family. <sighs> Ugh. What? What's so next? We've got a couple of, like, little ones okay. to chat about, but my final proper one. Ugh. It's one that just makes me sick. What is it? It is the fucking Rajneeshis. I have no idea what this one is. It's the one that Wild Wild Country is about. Okay. And the reason this makes me so annoyed is because I sat through the whole series about them. So I just like have such feelings about it. Okay. Um, And that will come across very, 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 very quickly. So this, they are known as like the orange people, the Rajneeshis, followers of Osho slash Bhagwan. Mm -hmm. And keep in mind that like one of my main irritations in life is just like people being rude. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Mm Mm-hmm. If you want to know all about the Rajneeshis, watch Wild Wild Country on Netflix. I wrote the Scientology rundown right before this one and I have nothing left to give. Short version is that this guy called Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh, later known as Osho, yes, the Osho your basic friend quotes on Instagram, tell them to stop, was a spiritual leader of some sort in India. He managed to build a following by regurgitating things he'd borrowed from other people and manipulating white people into giving him money to buy cars. 
One day he got bored and bailed on his entire commune with no notice, which should have been like warning number one, this dude sucks, but some people are really dumb. Because he felt entitled to literally anything he wanted, he decided he should move to the good old US of A like the superstar he was. Did he have a legal right to live there? Dunno. But he did need people to build his commune for him and also give him more money. So eventually he sent for his abandoned flock and the dumbest amongst them joined him. This ragtag band of dickheads set up shop in Oregon. <laughs> I know it's not pronounced Oregon, but I can't stop thinking about the place from Disney's Descendants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, anyway. Where they basically took over a whole town and made life hell for everyone who was originally living there. They built their commune near a tiny little place called Antelope and immediately decided they had more of a right to be there than the existing residents. So they acted like dickheads and carried on like real sausages, turning this sleepy little town into a freak show and then acted like everyone else was actually on crazy pills, not them, because they could never be the problem. They had a big, shiny stamp of approval from Bagwan. Beyond the poor people of Antelope, they were just really, really rude to everyone not in their cult because they thought they were the shit. Sadly, untrue. As I will tell you hands down, this is one of the lamest looking cults I've ever seen and I've looked into a lot of cults. A lot of cults. I know most cults are compiled of people who are feeling sad or lost, but these guys were on a whole nother level of misery and patheticacity. From what I recall, pretty much all their time was spent circle jerking, both literally and metaphorically, waiting so hard for Bhagwan to pop up and say even hi to them, and engaging in countless random conflicts that they had started by being rude or horrible or illegal. So many conflicts. Like, I don't even know what the point of the cult was, because all they did was come up with plans to hurt people and attack their enemies and protect their weird commune from threats that only existed because they were so rude and horrible and illegal. Lame, lame, lame. Now... Bhagwan slash Osho slash Ew. He was a real fucking piece of work. I watched that whole series and not once did I see a single glimpse of him that did not suck. He seemed like a very bitter, calculating, horrible man who truly did not give a shit about anyone other than himself. And while that can sometimes be a bit of a vibe, in this case, I assure you, it was not. He used to drive around in a Rolls Royce and have weird gross sex parties and he talked so slow. So slow I wanted to die. So slow I'd believe he had died and was being operated by an ambitious toad who had learned to croak out one syllable at a time. I deadass don't even think he was particularly charismatic. And I can acknowledge charisma and even the most horrific dictators if it's there. I would have no qualms giving this dude credit where it due. But it's not. He was manipulative, but not in a suave way. In an icky way that reminds me of the texture of a spider web mixed with some Nickelodeon slime wrapped up in animated Rasputin, but again, without the charisma. I'm sure I would vibe with some of the principles he peddled if they were presented to me completely independently of his ickiness. But as soon as he's part of the deal, you could be repeating my own deepest beliefs back to me and I'd just be like, nah. It was fun when he got in trouble for all his crimes. He thought he was smooth, but he just threw everyone else under the bus because he was a spineless con man and then acted like an embarrassment while the FBI or whoever was just walking at a chilled pace waiting for him to finish his tantrum and tire himself out. My favorite part of the series was where he got arrested after trying to flee like a little bitch and then they moved him very, very, very slowly from jail to jail across the country to prove a point. And I understand ACAB and I'm usually not a fan of using police custody in this way, but I did not feel bad for him at all because I'd had to watch this entire series of him talking slow and saying the most basic shit and ruining people's lives so he could get driven around in vroom vroom cars and he was so rude to the people whose town he invaded and honestly I'm glad that he died during Capricorn season. You may be like, wow, Maddie, you're a lot harsher about this dude than you have been about any of the literal <laughs> murderers. And yeah, I sure am. 
because they had pizzazz and this dude just spouted lame little one-liners at a snail's pace and thought he was the absolute shit. He thought he was the smartest, slickest operator around, but I heard that he didn't even make up half the stuff he was teaching. He just stole it from other people. Oh, scandalous. Mm-hmm. And he did not live by... And that's, I've, I've left a gap there. I don't know what he didn't live by. I, I think he know. just, he didn't live by the principles he was preaching. Because mm-hmm. he was preaching like peace and like tranquility and shit. And then he was the worst fucking dude. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even going to say allegedly because I'm not scared of his ghost like I am of the living specter of Scientology. He is lame and I am not sorry. His secretary, Sheila, was also a lot. Um, like when you watch the series, you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I hate Sheila. Um, but I think she works with dying people now, so I can't be bothered ranting about her. She yeah. made me mad on the show, but he makes me mad in my life. I really could not tell you what he stood for because it's one of those deals where on the surface he props peddled some basic inoffensive stuff, but then what he was actually doing was absolutely fucked, you know? Like he has some okay quotes to share, but a heart made of the charred, greasy waste you'd find on the bottom of an old oven. He sucks. He also got deported, which is embarrassing. And then 21 countries denied him entry, which is even more embarrassing. And he died when he was in his 50s, but he looked literally 100. So I feel like whatever God or gods are chilling up there feel probably the same about him as I do. They're like, shut up, stop manipulating vulnerable people and being so rude. And I agree. Activities within the Rajneeshi cult include screaming intense to get your feelings out, <laughs> basic meditation to create a sense of peace you will then mistakenly assign to Bhagwan and his teachings rather than basic brain chemistry, being incredibly rude to the townspeople of Antelope, Oregon, threatening them as they try to live their lives in the town you invaded with your weird-ass cult, planning vengeance against people who disagree with your cult but would not have even cared had you not been dicks to them first, listening to very slow speeches by your demon-wearing-a-people-suit leader, Weird gross sex parties. More being rude to the townspeople of Antelope, Aragon. Lying to lower members of the cult about pretty much everything. Waiting for Bhagwan to say hi. Waiting for Bhagwan to show up at all. Giving all your money for Bhagwan to buy more cars. Not having kids or families because Bhagwan says they're bad. Feuding with the United States government. Blending up entire beavers in the world's most fucked up attempt to give people you don't like salmonella. Occasionally, snack time. What the fuck? Yep. You know what? I just remembered I'm pretty sure they did do murders. They sure did. They definitely did a lot of crimes and not even fun or interesting ones. These guys just keep getting lamer. And I feel like I remember they went around and targeted a bunch of vulnerable homeless people and brought them to their gross weird little town to try and fix elections. But then it turns out that those people couldn't vote or something, IDK anyway. They made all these promises to take care of the homeless population they recruited, which would have actually been a solid thing to do. Mm -hmm. But nah, they can't ever not be the worst because once the need for these people had passed and they got inconvenient, they drugged them and dumped them in random places. Rude. Unnecessary and rude. That pretty much sums up this whole debacle. They show up places they don't need to be and are rude. They seek out people they don't need to be near and then are rude. They think they're entitled to the entire world when really what they are entitled to is a damn seat and some quiet time to think about why they're following a lunatic who asked for all their money when Headspace Andy could free their minds without requiring a lifelong commitment and they could easily scream in a tent at home. Like they blew up buildings and shit. They fucking suck. The worst part is that to this day... People still think this gross cult leader was a cool guy with fun quotes. And every so often I see one on Instagram and I want to throw up. This cult was boring, but also horrible. This man was boring, but also horrible. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. In conclusion, the people in this cult thought they were enlightened, but they were some of the nastiest little goblins I've ever seen. And while some of them did not deserve to have their lives ruined, many did. Don't (laughs) be rude. That's my thoughts on Osho and the Bhagwan and the Rajneeshis. Thanks, Maddie. Yeah.
I don't even heard of them, so really pretty pathetic. Well, that whole like Wild Wild Country series. I've seen like... the, I've seen it advertised to me. I've never bothered to click on it. It's no, been... and then I got really bored and I watched it and I was like, oh my god! Like they literally took their commune, mm. went set it up in Oregon. The people who lived in that town were like, they were the newly us alone. Yeah, yeah. Then they were just terrorizing people and all the problems they had, like with the government, with other people were their own making. Like, they made enemies because they were just dicks and they thought they were fully, like, just the best people in the whole world. Yeah. They were such weirdos. Anyway, that's them. <laughs> Leader Vibe is a tricky one mm-hmm. because I hate him and he you sucks. You clearly do, yeah. <laughs> but he looks crazy. Yeah. What is, what's so, his name again? Just type in Osho. That's what he was known like, as later. O-S-H-O? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. And he died in his 50s, and he looked like literally 90 fucking years old. See what I mean where he looks a bit like Rasputin? Mm-hmm. I see that. That's a vibe. He has a vibe. I just... He... I think he really has a vibe. I didn't watch the series, so I can't talk to his, you know, speaking mm. and all that. It's but I think so that's a pretty slow. solid vibe. Six or seven? Let's give him a seven, because cool. he does have a strong nice. look. Leader efficiency... I have... You have to give him high points, because he yeah. controlled those people yeah. so well. However, it was so embarrassing at the end. Seven or an eight? He just got taken to fucking jail. Oh, Because yeah, he did okay, so yeah. much, like, fraud and shit. Yeah, give him an eight. Because he did... It was a big cult, too. Mm-hmm. Location? Just somewhere in Oregon. I don't think that's a really... And also... You just, do have a location, so that's a They point. have a location. But it just looked so barren. Yeah. If they'd stayed at his ashram in India, that would have been cool. Yeah. But um, they, didn't. they didn't. And the location is one of the things that makes them suck so much. Mm-hmm. Because they were just like, none of you people who are already here matter. I mean, but that... It's a real colonizer attitude. why they suck. But it's not a mm. diss on the location itself. Yeah. I mean, I, it's five. You're just in Oregon. It's a five because they did have structures. They had something. So they get points. But it's, yeah, just yeah. five. Um, that shittery... Like, they did it's some poopy stuff, but it was just, like, it was so boring. It seems like it would have just been so boring. The only interesting things they did were, like, vengeance. Yeah. They have to get some bat shittery points because they were trying to give people salmonella, and they heard that beavers have salmonella. Yeah, And then they literally just wild. blended beavers up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Um, and they did end up giving a lot of people salmonella. I think a, a six or seven for bat shittery. Yeah, because they would think that they're, like, really fun and interesting, mm. but it's, like, day-to-day, what are you doing? Just screaming in a tent, you pathetic little bitch. <laughs> six there you go um criminal activities like they did criminal they like blew up buildings and they did all those horrible things yeah. to the homeless people but like what we've ranked criminal the activities so far is there's like, not much oomph to those criminal no, activities it all seems just so pointless and unnecessary you get a four because they did them but it's they like no them. oomph again the only interesting one is the salmonella yeah aesthetic Ugh, they all wore fucking orange. Okay, but that's a strong aesthetic from the get-go. We've had some that have no aesthetic. That's true. It was really... Inf- they wore We're not saying, would we point. wear it? We're saying, do they have a solid aesthetic? That sounds like a nine. I am so blinded by just how much I hate them. Um, What's it? What's the cult called? And they still exist. What's it called? It's like the Rajneeshis, Bhagwan, Aisha, whatever. They've got a much, bunch of different names. Which of that spelling? Actually, no, their aesthetic was like one of their main things. Because people would see them and be like, the, all the orange people. Yeah. So they, we, I think we have to give them a 10. I yeah, think we have to give them a 10. There you go, 10. Yeah. I'm trying to look up a photo of them. Oh, solid, solid aesthetics. Yeah. yeah. I think that. because they were actually known for their aesthetic, it's got to be a 10. Yeah. Notoriety. 
I've never heard of them until now, mm. but they do have a Netflix show. I think I heard of Orange People, but I think that's just because the guy that I was in love with mentioned them once. Mm. They do have the Netflix show, yeah. But I mean, so and I Nixium, think anyone who was like Nixium got loads of things. But also, I think anyone who was like alive at this time mm. would have known. Like it was huge news. Mm-hmm. It's like like they were in like a full on standoff with the FBI. Yeah, I think they've got to have a seven. Okay. Death rate. I think some of them probably died in the raid and stuff. God, they gave 750 people salmonella. That's many people. Yeah, they put it on salads. Um, I do love that the um, salmonella was called a bioterror attack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's... But what I don't get is like, I think it, they would be iconic if I could understand why it all happened. Yeah. Like, it's it seems all just so pointless and petty. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, lame. Whereas if they'd had, like, something they were actually tangibly standing for. Yeah. I mean, the Wikipedia article that I'm currently skimming Mm. is basically saying that it was, like, trying to bring the positive aspects of Indian culture into the aims of the youth protest movement in Western countries. Yeah, did not, did not translate. They meditated, that's about it. Mm -hmm. Like, they meditated and they had the really slow-talking guru who was from India. But the mm-hmm. rest of it, I'm like, I really do not think they reflect the actual beliefs and practices of those people. Mm-hmm. I don't anyway, know about the death rate. Let's just give it a zero. Let's give it a zero. Because, like, there, were, there was a lot of prosecution, but whatever. Yeah. Daily life looks like it fucking blew. Like, all you <laughs> did was wait for Osho to maybe show up. Yeah. It seems like it sucked. Not as bad as, like, if you were literally living in a pit in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. But it did not look like fun. But I feel like they have a daily life, which, like... We've given ones a five because they have nothing. I feel like this gets a six because it's got something to it. They had a community, I guess, and they weren't being, like, directly, consistently abused. Yeah. Give them a six. Maybe a six, yeah. Because um, Jonestown actively sucked, but theirs is, like, you think it sucks because they're just waiting around for their own, but they're not, like, Jonestown suck. You yeah. Know? Notable members. They did have, like, some very rich divorcee who, like, tried to take them on later on. But, yeah, I there I don't I don't know that there were any I think that constitutes zero. Yeah. Um, who's more likely to join out of us? 1,000% you. Yeah. Because, like, there's no way in hell I would. No way in hell. Yeah. I just don't know why I would. I feel like this is the, I like this is the cult where it's like, I don't think either of us Neither would join. Neither of us would join, there's but, really like, energy. the extent to which I wouldn't is slightly more than the extent to which you would. Mm-hmm. I... What? You think I'm Osho? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I absolutely no, agree. And because the thing is, as much as he makes me angry, uh-huh. he knew what he was doing the whole fucking time. <laughs> it was a long con. The fact that I'm so mad is a win for him. Yeah. Like, truly. Also, like, the fact that, like, half his things were just, like, done out of pettiness and boredom. Like, yeah, he was, and he just, you. like, made them give him all his money. He bought, like, 17 fucking Rolls Royces. One day in his original commune, he literally just got in his Rolls Royce and drove out without saying anything to anyone, and they were all just there in India. Yeah. It's you. It's me. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. That is our last, like, big rundown. Mm-hmm. We've got a few little... Take a breather. Grab a snack. Fun little quicker fire ones. Mm-hmm. Um, shall we save the cult you joined for last? Let's do that last. I can okay. be a little sign off one. The first miscellaneous cult that we're going to be ranking is the cult from The Simpsons, the Movementarians. Okay. It's from uh, season nine, episode 13. Thanks, Maddie. <laughs> and basically, these guys show up in Springfield and they're like, hey, you want to come to like a free orientation weekend for like a life of bliss and, and happiness? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, okay, I guess. Like a timeshare weekend. They all show up. 
And they have, like, a little indoctrination where they're like, you can come and, like, spend time in nature. Mm-hmm. Live a life of bliss with the movementarians. And, um, but you have to go to, like, the orientation. That's mm-hmm. the one rule. The orientation video is six hours long and you're allowed to leave if you want to. But if you get up to leave, they put a spotlight on you and you have to say why you're getting up to leave. Ooh. Um, and then basically everyone ends up living in the, in the commune with the movementarians. Okay. And it's got a little bit from pretty much every cult. Cool. So they've got Love the, that. the leader is just called the leader. Mm-hmm. He's building a spaceship. He drives a Rolls Royce. Yep. During the day, they kind of like... Classic Simpsons. Right? They really did their research. Um, They pick lima beans during the day to Mm -hmm. keep them like busy. Yep. They chant things. Mm -hmm. So like, the leader is good. The leader is great. We surrender ourselves as of the state. But they feed them low calorie gruel Mm -hmm. to wear them down. Yep. And they do this thing called the circle of judgment where they put one person in the middle of the circle and everyone like yells abuse at them. Because Homer joins, his whole family goes in and you have to give them your life savings and the deed to your house and you have to move there um, and commit to 10 trillion years of labor. Mm -hmm. Every so often the leader does emerge from the forbidden barn where the spaceship is, but like in a Rolls Royce so you don't see him. Very similar to Osho. And they all get married off within the cult and like re-educate all the children so they think the leader is responsible for everything, like lightning and Morse code. Mm -hmm. Um, And they also use violence to recapture escape members. Okay. So that's the movementarians. And their whole thing is something about a spaceship. Mm -hmm. Leader five... Low. He was not Low, charismatic. You probably even saw him. Like, the leader as a vibe is like, wow. But the leader himself, three. Yeah. Maybe even two. I think two. Yeah. Leader efficiency, very efficient, very fast, and then it burned out. Yeah. Completely so, burned out. I think you get a six because you did it, but it burned out. They so. set it up, but then it burned out. Yeah. yeah. Location looked nice. It was just in the countryside. Nice. Give it an, an eight. I'll give nine. it a seven because they did okay. have to live in like a commune. Yeah. Um, bat shittery. Perfect. It's The Simpsons. They nailed it. Yeah. Seven? Seven. Criminal activities. None. I don't think they none. did crimes. It was a, I'll give them a one because they probably did some kind of fraud. Yeah. Aesthetic. So when they were recruiting, they looked just kind of like Mormons but gray. Mm-hmm. But then when you're in the cult, you have like a matching robe. Fun. Ten. Yeah. It was a great aesthetic. And it really worked with the space we theme. We want the cohesion. Notoriety. I forgot the episode. N.A. Yeah, I'd say N.A. That's a zero, Maddie. I'll give it a one because it was one of the first things I thought of. I don't remember. Death rate, zero. Mm -hmm. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, Daily life. So they like, kids go to school, everyone seems pretty happy. They pick a lot of lime beans. Seven, maybe. Like, it's not good, it's not bad. I think six. Six, Six, yeah. Notable members, all the Simpsons characters. Yep, ten. Ten. Who's more likely to join the movementarians out of us? Their whole thing is like, I do you want think... a life of wonderment on Blistonia? I feel like it's you. I think I think I would. I'd be able to beat the system, and I, again, it'd be the same thing as Scientology. Yeah, yeah. So you, but you'd also be the leader. Yep, absolutely, hundred percent. Great. The next cult is Directioners. <laughs> we don't need to go into that. People who love One Direction. Yeah, but a, a bit fanatic about it. Leader vibe. Leader vibe. 10 out of 10. 10 it's out one of direction. 10. It's One Direction. Leader efficiency. 10, 10 out of 10. 10. They took over the fucking globe. Yeah. Burst out the gates, took over the world. Love them. 10 out of 10. Location. Wherever the F you want to be. And forever in our hearts. But never quite close enough to One Direction, so 9 out of 10. Bat shittery. 
10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. We live at a shrine in our house. The fact that I still get Larry Stylins and content on my IG Explore page in 2020. TikTok is having a real resurgence with Larry One Direction Stylins. stuff right yeah. now. 10 so. out of 10. 10 out of 10. What was the question again there? That shittery. Because it's all—it's mainly like teenage girls. Is there any demographic more insane? Yeah, but it's also not even just teenage girls it's, now. Like we're it's, 27, yeah. 28, yes. Criminal activity is probably a one. <laughs> like, there's probably been some... Some like, shoplifting. <laughs> yeah. Aesthetic? Oh. Which one? Which one? Suspenders. Bow tie. 10, 10, 10, 10, That 10. one photo where all, they're all walking with Cher Lloyd wearing giant sneakers. Incredible. 10 out of 10. 10. Mrs. Styles t-shirts. Love it. <laughs> Notoriety. 10, 10 out of fucking 10. Death rate. Let's, let's zero. go for zero. Yeah. I'm sure some people have died, but it's not because of One Direction. No. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's a pretty evergreen <laughs> statement, Maddie. <laughs> Daily life, what's involved? 10 out ten, of 10. 10, 10. Listen to one d Oh, but now it's talking about one It's hard. It's Ooh, hard on the us bitterness. now. Nine. And it's always a bit of ennui, sadness. Okay, yeah. Les Miserables. I was like, do we take Nine out of 10. Because there is a deep sadness now. But also, like, because it's always like... I'm never quite close enough. It's like the location. Yeah. You're never quite there. But the daily life, they, they lift they you up. It. They really do. They never stop. You know, they'll take you to another And you world. get to do your normal life, but listen to One Direction. Do you like my reference to, like, album one? Yes. Sidetrack. Okay. Notable members, fucking everyone. <laughs> 10 out of 10, baby. James Corden. <laughs> Taylor Swift at one point. Yeah. <laughs> the Jenners. And the literally Kendall. just everyone. Yeah, everyone. everyone. Who's more likely to join out of us? Both of us. Both of us. Yeah. And who's more likely to be the leader of the Directioners? I don't think we can answer this one. I don't know. I'm trying to. Okay, so the thing is, right, Mm -hmm. it would depend what that would entail. Yeah, what does that mean? It basically means getting into One Direction in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So, I think you would be able to do it more on musical talent oh you mean literally being in the band we've got to be on the like not necessarily in the band but like hardcore direction is like stand the drummer know their body yeah josh divine so direction is where we at for that Mm -hmm. you would get in on musical talent and i'm also the most obsessive person alive yes but i think that i would be more likely to be able to get a successful and long-term job with them behind the scenes yeah, because I wouldn't be trying to get a job with them. I'd be trying to marry Zayn circa 2013. Yeah. Slash B in the band. I just think I've got the the boy band vibe. You've got the boy band vibe. I'm like, not denying that. I would say if it's like who out of the two of us, let's say at the peak of like 1D time, so like 2014, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. who would other directioners gravitate towards? At that time, with that vibe, it would be me. Yeah, but... What I'm saying is that you need to have some sort of involvement with them to get that. I can, I can literally just like done covers of all their songs and become independently famous and then make a music video of all of us singing What Dreams Are Made Of from Lizzie McGuire together. We would be best friend celebrities. I would be, I would be in the One Direction musical universe. Okay. Yeah. But I think that my permanent fixture of working with them would lead to be more of a leadership role. Everyone hates their management. I'm not managing that. I just think if we ask the people, who would you more be like, that's the lead directioner. Okay. It will be me. Okay, Maddie, you can have it. Thank you. The next mm-hmm. little mini cult is yeah. 
Original Christianity, a.k.a. the Twelve Apostles. Leader vibe. Ten out of ten. Ten out of fucking ten. Yeah. Classic. And he's not. it doesn't make it all about him, but it just is. Yeah. Leader efficiency. Ten out of ten. Uh, ten out of he ten. He got persecuted. He got killed. That was the point. That was He let himself True. get in a fucking garden of Gethsemane or whatever the fuck. He he's sitting there. He's like, come out. at me. Because Papa God is like, you got, got to get taken out, bro. And then he makes that comeback. Okay, yeah, fair ten. Yeah, ten. Location. Seems pretty cool, honestly. Jerusalem. Seems pretty cool. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Ten. Bat shittery. Uh, for the time, ten. Even for now, ten. But it's kind of like... He's literally... It's like, like light-hearted Tom Fuller. Like, he's like, multiply this bread. Rise from the dead. Yeah, you... When you put it like that, yes. But when you're like, I'm denying this entire religion that everyone runs their life by and saying, I'm the son of God. Mm. Oh, son of God. That's bat shit. Son of God. That's ten. Ten. Ten, 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 ten. But in like... A lighthearted larrikin way, not yeah. a Manson way. Yeah. Criminal activities. For the time, he broke, well, he got literally fucking executed yeah. by the government. Yeah. Because he was doing a different religion. He was doing a huge blast. So I think 10, because he got 10 out of 10, because he literally got crucified right. by the government. Yeah. And then his followers got burned to light up garden parties in Rome. Yeah. Yikes. Aesthetic. Coherent. Ten. 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 Little sand alley. Literally iconic. It's icons all around the world. Notoriety. Ten. Ten. Death rate? They're all dead now. Ooh. But we got Jesus is dead. John the Baptist is dead. Judas killed himself for betraying Jesus. I think it's like And then five? the whole Christians were just persecuted. Well, I think the Christians being per- Oh, because that's all the followers. Yeah. That's a hundred. It's a hundred out of yeah, ten. ten. Daily life, what's involved? Being one of the fucking apostles. Can you imagine? Can you fucking imagine? But what did they really do during the day? They hung the fuck out. I know that. I know that. They, they, they traveled they the countryside, vibing, like doing miracles, hyping up Jesus. After Jesus died, a lot of them still had a chill time because he had to come back. Yeah, he popped back up, and then they were all still vibing, except Judas. And then half of them went off and like taught, spread the good word to other people, and were just like. A celebrities by association. But most of the time when you think about it, they're just out there preaching. It could get a bit tiring. Just public Not speaking necessarily. Like, they did a lot of traveling. Yeah. And, like, a lot of them had a life before and then they're like, let's just vibe with my bro Jesus. I've like, a seven. Yeah, I think the only yeah. major trauma was, like, around the time. But imagine being, like, my bud here mm. can do fucking magic and talk to God. Yeah, it'd be pretty fun. Yeah. So, a minimum a seven. Like, yeah, I reckon fair. it's an eight. I just don't know if there's enough oomph to give it an eight. Imagine the painting The Last Supper. You tell me that's not a fucking eight. Fair. All right. Give it an eight. Notable members. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. ten. I could probably name them all if you give me enough time. We don't care to. (laughs) Who's more likely to join out of us? The original Twelve Apostles? (laughs) (laughs) It was like Christianity. Mm. We both ended up in that one. (laughs) Original. Um, The original original Twelve Apostles. I think me. I think you as an apostle, me as like a Mary Magdalene kind of vibe, just hanging out, mm-hmm. but like not actually but going I'm along thinking, on the trip. But I'm thinking, no, but you got to remember as well that this was like dangerous. I'd be a hater. I'd be a yeah. Roman. Yeah. 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 Who's more likely to be Jesus? I've already written it down. You've got a God complex. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> MLMs. MLMs. Just MLMs in general. MLMs broad. Just like your, your cookie cutter idea of an MLM. Yeah. Leader vibe. A fucking one. You never even Ugh. know who the leader is. And it's usually no. just some, like, wh- Annoying it's white a, dude. a white dude or a white or a woman. woman. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> leader efficiency? 
shit. Shit. They're 10 good. out of 10. They're, they're at the top of the pyramid. You got us that. Location? Anyway, middle America. What? Suburban America. Middle <laughs> is middle America. Seven. Seven. Whatever. I don't want to live in Minnesota, but like live your life. Yeah. Bat shittery. Depends which MLM, but it's not fun bat shittery. It's like you get abused on a team call. It's yeah. like a four. I don't think it's a fun bat shittery. Yeah, give it, I think it's give a four. It, Give it a three. Yeah. Then. Criminal activities. <laughs> seven out of ten. Yeah. Um, aesthetic? Hmm. It is a solid aesthetic. If we're talking LuLaRoe. But, but like the thing is, even LuLaRoe solid aesthetic. The whole boss babe. They own the colour pink. They own the phrase boss babe. That's true. And we can all picture a boss babe. Yeah. But then there are some outliers. So it's not 100%. So it's seven. So seven. I think Eight. Because they have okay, such a solid Yeah, that's aesthetic. true. There's just a, a, a glow about them. That's yeah. like MLM. Notoriety. Not enough people fucking know about MLM. That's, what, the, that's the problem, That's guys. what we found out. Because I had to explain to one of my friends. We've both had to explain mm-hmm. to people that we know why Young Living is bad. Yeah, recently. one of my friends joined Young Living. <laughs> one of my friends interviewed for a job at Young Living. Yeah. And I'm like, you need to not. They're a cult and they ruin lives. Yeah. Anyway. A scale of five because I really can't decide. It's either I think like it's five because like it's growing in notoriety, but the, half the clincher is that they don't, don't know. Yeah. Um, death rate. <laughs> Emotionally, a ten. Literally, a zero. Probably a silly or two. Yeah, but. I was gonna say one, but we'll do zero. Daily life. What's involved? Depends oh my who god. The no. vibe though of daily life. But it was the most people. Yeah. I think most people. It's most just people desperation. Desperation. Never stop working. Panic. Zero. However, a lot of them have husbands footing the bill, and so they're still they living do. in a nice house. I still give five. it five. Ew, a no. five. Three. I feel like we gave one of the ones where they live in the woods a higher score than this, and I just yeah don't. no because you're thinking of the ones that have the husbands footing the bill, not the ones who are like I'm a single mother. Yes, but I would rather be a single mother who's struggling to pay the bills than be living in the fucking woods in a death cult. This is not a death cult. No, Marjorie. no, I'd rather be I'd rather be in the woods. <laughs> I'm just gonna quickly see what we've given daily life in some of the other ones. Okay. <laughs> I would rather be what a movie. What was Jonestown? Because that's the lowest. <laughs> okay. We gave Osho a six. I would rather be in a fucking MLM than be in the Osho cult in Oregon trying to blend up beavers. I'm going for him. Okay, fine. You can have your five. Do we give, I can't believe we gave Mets a ten. Mets' life was fun until they did the race war. We gave Scientology a five. Yeah, that's a five. That's what We gave Nixium an eight. It was a fun life until you were in... The bad parts. <laughs> Fine. They can have we gave four. Heaven's Gate an 8 out of 10. Yeah, because you're vibing in the woods and you're enjoying it. No, this is the thing. This is the thing, right? When you're in the woods, you're enjoying it. Daily life, when you're in an MLM and you're panicked and you can't feed your kid, that you're not enjoying that. Not everyone is panicked and they can't feed their kid, Fiona. Yeah, you're thinking of the 1%. But they're not in a fucking suicide cult. <laughs> they're not in a suicide cult in the woods. Okay, they're not blending up beavers in orange robes to try and poison the entire population of the state of Oregon. I can't go that far. I cannot. I'm giving it a fucking five, Fiona. Fine. You give Nixium an eight. Okay? <laughs> yeah, give summer it... camp. And these ones you can only go on Notable summer camp. members. So many. So many. Yeah, so just... many. Seven? Yeah. Who's more likely to join an MLM out of us? You. We've already answered this, haven't we? Well, who it's, did we say last it's time? It's you. 
One, you are fighting so hard to say it's not a bad life. <laughs> and two, you think you can cheat the system. You would 100% be the one who's like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to get 1%. I would hate having to do the bit where you talk to people. Yes. And I don't remember what we said in the other episode, but Neither. as we sit here today, it's you. I'm feeling cheeky and I'd try and play the system. Yes, you would. Yeah. And the leader who's more likely to start an MLM, also me. You. Yeah. yeah. No ethics. But I would not do well. It wouldn't be a good out. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be successful. <laughs> Okay, our second to last mm-hmm. cult uh-huh. is the one that Fiona has recently joined. Oh, fun. What's the last one then? Oh, true. Yeah. Okay, so the cult that I have joined, I'm going to give it a quick summary because I know Maddie has a lot of editing to do already. Sorry. So, guys, um, confession. <laughs> I accidentally joined a cult and then I recently rejoined it, but it wasn't an accident. So the way it happened is I am working on, I mean, I'm not anymore, I'm going for something else now, but I was working on a course for my business, Bright Cactus, social media marketing. And I wanted to know how to make a course because I was like, I know my shit when it comes to social media marketing. I don't really know the process behind putting together a course. And I was advertised this thing where it's like five day challenge to like grow a course that will launch your business or whatever the fuck. I don't really understand, but I was like, you know what? I'm always up for learning. I love to learn. Sign me up. I joined. Really excited to just learn some new things. New, learn some new skills. Right. Um, so the way that it works is you have to join a Facebook group. And I'm not going to say names because I genuinely think they have a really great legal team behind them. Because they have to. The shit that's going on. Yeah. Wow. So I join. And in this Facebook group, it's the same. I've been saying to Maddie, it's the feminine scam. Like, these people who are like, I'm a social media marketer, but they're not. Feminine scam. MLMs. Feminine scam. I'm a boss, babe. Empower yourself. Yeah, feminine scam. Follow me. So, it's very much that kind of energy. As soon as I get in the group, it's like, the same types of women that they prey on. And each day, you get a new video from the leader. And, firstly, the substance in this, really not that great. She's like, guys, write down your, like what your genius zone is. Like, we're going to find your genius zone. Write down what you're good at. And then all these people are writing in, like, hey, my genius zone is, like, lifetime trauma. Experience, 10. Profitability, also 10. I'm like, oh, my God, honey, no. (laughs) Jesus. So, yeah, everyone has to share their activities every single day. Mm -hmm. And each day, the leader pops in, and she's like, hey, girly. So, and her recruitment method at the start is, hey, girly. So, I was having a thought today. That I only know the script so well because they recently reshot the video on the new one that I'm in. Uh, hey, girly. So I was chatting to some friends today who also have a genius zone. And I was like, maybe you guys have had that thought too. Is there anyone in your life who you're like, they have a genius zone that has to be shared with the world? Well, why don't you just invite them in? Go on. And like, it's the it's just so, it's so upsetting. Um, but the point is... And the women who join, the ones you've sent me, are just, like, the loneliest... Yeah. Like, middle-aged women. And not in a way where, like, that's not an inherently bad thing. No, they're the we're ones saying who, that they're like, preying on them. Are being told to, like, write down one dream and tell themselves they're gonna achieve it. And it's, like, revolutionary to them. Yeah. And so they're definitely preying on that type of woman. Yeah. Um, and so I'm kind of just like keeping silent on this whole thing. I'm like, oh, wow. And the only reason I stayed, because I was not getting value out of this Facebook group. Like no. all the tasks that, tasks that were being said each day, I was like. Yeah, like how, when am I starting to make my course? Yeah, like all of this was stuff that I already knew and I don't know that much. <laughs> so I was like, this is not really for me, but I was staying because I was so intrigued by what was going on. And the five days finish and surprise at the end. 
do you want to learn how to really make a course? A stunning, they would call it a stunning, profitable online course. If you really <laughs> want to make a stunning, profitable online course, then why don't you buy this program that we have? And it's all leading up to that. And the reason that I think it is so culty is because one mad scam element, they're like, sign up for free. And then there's this really expensive thing at the end, which isn't a scam in itself. Like that's like a marketing funnel in general, but you need to be offering some people some actual value. Yeah. But also... And then I was very vague about the whole thing. So vague. But then I was doing some research into this company because I was like, this is insane. Like my first day I was like red flags. Yeah. So I did some research and there were people who were like, yeah, like I paid like hundreds of dollars for this fancy course and it taught me nothing. I was promised this and this and I got nothing. Or like, hey, yeah, I paid $7 for this like, you know, one PDF and now they've been charging my card monthly and I cannot seem to get out of it. Yeah. And so, so many people are having issues with that sort of thing. And it's just so disappointing because I'm like, just deliver on the goods, you know? Mm. Um, so it's culty in that element in the same recruitment tactics. Oh, also the love bombing. Oh my God. When you join, they're like, tell us a bit about yourself. Like, tell us your why. And so you're like, hey, I'm Cheryl. Uh, I'm from Wisconsin and my why is my two kids. I want to build a stunning, profitable online course to support my two children. And then they have group members who are like admins and you can see they've got a little symbol so you know it's them. And they're like, oh my God, Cheryl, welcome to the group. It's so yeah. great to have you here. Cheryl, you look amazing. Cheryl, you too, because we'll be so proud of you. And so there's just so much love bombing that goes on at the start. And they try and build this community where you have to post every day. So you're getting hooked in. You're engaging with them every day. You're thinking of them every day. Yeah, and they also use, like, really specific terminology. Like, yeah. there's a lot about cults that are emerging here. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, just a lot of really similar patterns where I was like, this is insane. Yeah. I'm scared they're going to scam my entire life. Um. But then I got one recently. And, Maddie, you wouldn't believe it, but I'm going to be told how to build... A stunning, sexy, profitable Facebook group. Oh my god! So I signed up to that one, um, and like they say that if I just do this five day course, I'll learn how to make six figures from my Facebook group. Wow! And I haven't even got How's a Facebook your group yet. Going? Your course, your six figure stunning profitable course. Um, well, it's actually on pause at the moment. Um, for a coaching you... thing that I'm trying to tell you about, but you never let me talk to yeah, you about. Yeah, I don't hear it. Um, but. Is it because you just didn't put your whole heart into the exercises? Maybe that's why you don't have a profit. That is exactly why I don't six have one. Course. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that is the cult that I joined. And then I just went back in just to see, and it's just it's the same insane sort of content in there. Yeah. So yeah, and because none of it was specific to a course, they can reuse the exact same content. Yeah, they use like all the same videos and oh, it's and all the same like prompts each week. It's so yeah. weird. Leader vibe. You know, she's she's very enigmatic. Um, I would give her... Uh, for the kind of cult she's starting? Perfect. She's yeah. flawless for it. Yeah. I'll give her a nine. Yeah, because she could be better, but she's pretty good. Yeah. Later efficiency at scamming? I think it's... I think it is an... No, because mm, I don't think that many people fall for it. Yeah, I think it's But a I think a lot of people target. do. That's the issue. I think seven. Because mm. I think a lot of people are falling for it due to the fact that people... I see them engaging in these groups... But there's got to be more lurkers like me who are like, what is happening? Yeah. Location. Location. Anywhere, anytime. Anywhere you can make a stunning, profitable online course. Yeah, so, I mean, but there's no oomph. So, again, just a five. Bat shittery. I'd say seven because sure. it's not fucking just. Sure, it's your life. Yeah. Bat shittery. It's not, not that, that high. It's not that wild. It's, like a, it's just so basic. And it's also so, 
Oh, it's just zero. incredibly zero. basic. There's nothing... Yeah. Actually, no. no I, give I him a two. You get two because you're using cult tactics to sell, scam people. That's yeah. so weird. Criminal activity seven because she's scamming people. Yeah. But not doing killings. Yeah. Aesthetic. I mean, maybe give her criminal activity five because seven was kind of reserved for, like, poison. Okay. Aesthetic. aesthetic. Oh. The thing is, right, so they have, like, her aesthetic is really solid because she's got branding down because that's part of what this yeah. is. But the others. But no, but they all show. So each of the um, five courses aren't even run by her because you get a Facebook Live each day, but it's not even her, it's someone else. And their offices look so dingy and depressing. And she doesn't get aesthetic vibes. So you get. Is this the one who had those two random girls sitting in front of that one shelf of pictures? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. no, not a good aesthetic. But you, I think you get a four because she does have solid branding yeah. and that's part of it. Notoriety, zero. Zero, you guys haven't heard of her, hopefully. Death rate, hopefully zero. Zero. Daily life slash what's involved, minimal time commitment. Minimal time commitment, and it's kind of fun. Like, I did enjoy, like, the idea of doing little activities each day. Yeah, and so, it's not as, like, fiscally draining as an MLM. No, as, as long as you don't get sucked into it all. I mean, eight. Because you're living your normal life. Yeah, just live it. Yeah, eight. Notable members, hopefully none. Zero out of ten. Oh, wait, but sh- she's, she's quite... Famous now in these circles. No. No, okay. Um, if we didn't give, like, the Manson's points for that. True. <laughs> who's more likely to join out of us? You already have. Absolutely. And who's more likely to start this one? I kind of think you. Why me? Oh, uh, well, like. You're more scammy. Ethically me. Literally, when I told you in the last episode about, like, scammy social media marketers, <laughs> you were like, I can just do that? Yes, that's true. <laughs> and I prefer to provide quality, so. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, yes. And the final cult. We're going to be grading. The moon cult. Dedoy. <laughs> Leader vibe. 10, ten out, out of 10. ten. Leader. We say like in our pajamas in Maddie's bedroom. <laughs> like, this I'm is wearing not a, a real jumper today. You are. I it's have noticed that. Hoodie. Well done. Crazy, right? Um, leader just, efficiency. I, okay, I don't, wait, Maddie. I don't know if we deserve a 10. No, no, no. sitting here like this. Um, I'm sorry. Leader vibe okay true our vibe is immaculate no true leader efficiency seven (laughs) it's a seven yeah it's a seven because we just have really not been doing it yeah location 10 out of 10 because it's wherever i've recruited people in a retail i've recruited people on the internet (laughs) you know location and it's wherever and it's that shittery 10 (laughs) oh nine nine it's a nine but in 2015 it was a 10 yeah criminal activities one I'm sure I've done something. Sorry for shoplifting. Aesthetic. Just kidding. Of the moon cult, 10 out of fucking 10. Absolutely 10 out of 10. Um, notoriety. Look. 7. <laughs> People who I've worked with in many different shops. Maddie, a, a co-worker at a retail store in Reading doesn't count. That's <laughs> making us notoriety. Guys, let us know if you've heard of the moon cult. And if you have, we get a seven. The previous one got zero, and she has literally thousands of followers. So no one knows about that cult. Though. Everyone knows we're a cult. <laughs> I just don't think we can have a seven. I think we can. We have Osho a seven. That's fair. <laughs> we're not as famous as Osho. What is wrong with you? I'm just saying. Yet we have Mats on a ten. Yeah, we get Manson at 10 because it's fucking Charles Manson. We have Nixium at 5. We're definitely more famous than Nixium. We're not more famous than Nixium. I hadn't heard of Nixium until, like, very recently. It's not based on your experience. Do you think fucking Prince Charles' niece has heard of us? Maybe. We could try. <laughs> if we wanted her to. I'm projecting forward a little bit with this. Okay. Death Seven. rate. We're going to keep that zero. at zero. Let's keep that at a nice little goose egg. 
Daily, Daily Life, Life fucking ten. I was what? When we're really into the moon cult, ten. Yeah. Right now, a little bit sad. Ten. Notable members. But that's just because that's just your life. Ten out of ten. You and me. Mm-hmm. Who's more likely to join out of us? Both of us. Both. Leader. Oh. Both. So that's great. What I'm gonna do now, guys, <laughs> is I'm gonna tally up the scores and then we'll reveal to you the official rankings. Nice. Okay, welcome back. I've done Oops. some tallying. Um, and we haven't added in the score for death rate because sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad I just thing. Use it. It just throws things off. Yeah. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna read you the results mm-hmm. and then we'll let you know if we think this order is correct. Okay. So in last place with 41 points, mm-hmm. we have Jonestown. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wonder if it's because we did it first. But it we must really, be. I think we thought he really was just a lame ass. Also, you refuse to let me give it a 10 for notoriety. Either way, Jonestown <laughs> 41. Okay. And like, it would, it had no chance in hell of getting anywhere near it. Yeah, time. yeah. Number 11, we have, with 42 points, Fiona's Cult. So, oh, nice. by one point, your weird Facebook group has beat <laughs> Jonestown. Jonestown. <laughs> in 10th place, with 50 points... The Movementarians from Simpsons, Season 9, Episode 13. Seems fitting. Seems fair to me. Then we have a tie. In equal 8th place, with 54 points, we have a generic MLM mm-hmm. and the Rajneeshis. Okay, honestly. Fair enough. F- feels fitting. Similar vibe. Yeah. To me. Weirdly similar vibe. 7th place, with 55 points, we have Heaven's Gate. Yeah. In 6th place, with 59 points, Scientology. Allegedly. <laughs> in fifth place, with 61 points, Nixium. Yep. And I'll let you know, the top spot is 88. Okay. So we've still got a, a, a nice jump. range there. In fourth place, with 74 points, is the Moon Cult. Nice. <laughs> Solid. I think us getting a fucking seven for notoriety <laughs> might have popped us up a bit, but... Actually, we beat Nixium by 13, so... Nice. Yeah. <laughs> in equal second place, we have the Manson family and One Direction. And in first place, <laughs> with 88 points... Christianity. Beating out number two by nine points, we have the original Christians, <laughs> the 12 apostles. <laughs> you know what? If you're going to join any of these cults, it Make well it be. 12 Apostles, the Manson family, or One Direction. <laughs> you know what, right? Jonestown being so low threw me off at the start. Yeah. But the rest, pretty fucking spot yeah. on. So what would what would your ranking be? I think, no, I'm happy right. with this. I'm really just happy with this. I think we've done a very fair assessment. I think, okay, I would like to go and look at Jonestown, mm-hmm. how we ranked it, because it was the first one. Let's find out why Jonestown, one of the most notorious mass suicides in history, yes. came last after a Facebook joke. Yes. <laughs> so Jonestown, we gave Jim Jones a seven for efficiency I think and vibe. Deserve, I think he still Location that. really let him down, because location was a two. Oh, I think it's because their culture sucked. Yeah, I think it's just because how much sucked. it sucked. Because it was nothing, and then but it was I want to say we have given. It was a bad location, but it had a location, and some didn't even have a location, and they got no. Higher. But the location for this was like, I think how we marked the location was like, would how be good okay it to was. be there. Yeah, were we marking it on iconic? Then Jonestown would have scored higher. Yeah. So in terms of being iconic, Jonestown higher. 
yeah. in terms of being something we'd want to join, dead last. Yeah. Dead last. Yeah. Okay. So I think we really ranked well what we'd Wait, like to be a no, part sorry, of. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uno momento. Um, we did give criminal activities for the largest mass murder in a single event in history before 9-11, a 5 out of 10. Yeah, but then we decided it was for the criminal activities of the cult overall, and if we were just ranking I, on the, the suicides at the end. I think it deserves a 10. That's well, then he's still, he's still is know, below the Simpsons. Can, could you please pop it in, a 10? Because we might adjust other things. Okay, you want a 10 for criminal activities. Yes, I it's don't the largest mass murder. I'm giving him an 8. Because 9. It was a cult for like 30 years, Fiona, and that was in the last 5 minutes. We debated this in the episode. <laughs> we did, yeah. I've given him an 8, okay. just to see how high we can get him. Mm-hmm. Location, fucking 2. However, if you want to boost some points there for the fact that they made Jonestown, yeah. we'll give I, him a 5. I think they get a 5, yeah. They really that shittery, still a 4. It's not kooky enough. Aesthetic, still shit. Notoriety and death, we gave a 10. Daily life is a 1. It yeah, is it a 1. Yeah, it sucks. It just sucks. He made you... Pretend to kill yourself yeah, yeah, and yeah. watch shit movies. Yeah, that does suck. Notable members, we were generous and gave a three. <laughs> okay? Because <laughs> I had associations, yeah. Literally, that should have been a one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So, let's adjust that. Yeah. Leader vibe, seven. Leader efficiency, seven. Location, five. Bat shittery. Let's bump up to a five for the existence of Jonestown. Yeah. Criminal activities, eight. Aesthetic, two. Notoriety, ten. Death rate, ten. Daily life, one. Notable members, one. Okay. We eliminate death rate because we haven't counted that. Yeah. So we've got 14, 19, 24, 32, 34, 44, 45, 46, 46, which puts it just above your Facebook group, still below The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, you know what? Sorry, Joan Sound, if so that's where you it. land, if that's so where you land. Be it. Yep. So that's our. If you want to do better, maybe. Don't have such a shitty daily life, and maybe invite the son of God over for a little chit chat once in a and while. And maybe have the leader with a bit more pizzazz. You know, it would be a fun category if you're playing at home to add in, just like art that has been created about the cult. Are there movies about this cult? True. Is there a painting of the people in this cult at their last ever dinner party well, together? Christianity's gonna win a little bit That's there. What I mean. mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but but okay, but who would win in art? The twelve Christianity. Apostles. Or One Direction. Directionist. That was literally what I was going to say. Ooh. The one really swaying me here is the Ikea monkey Jesus on the wall. <laughs> so, honestly? No, we've got 2,000 years of art for Jesus. Wait. Moon cult. Moons are fucking everywhere. That's ours. No, it's not the right vibe for this. For Patented. This. Imagine <laughs> trademark the moon. NASA's big announcement about the moon is we fucking own it. Avert <laughs> your eyes. Look the away. fact that we put Nixium above Scientology is gonna make them so angry. No, I after watching ten hours about Nixium, I'm happy with it. We didn't go deep enough into Scientology because they have they are fucking I insane. Know they are. But I'm happy with this. I'm happy with this ranking. I'm honestly... I'm... I really do think that the top four being the Twelve Apostles, Charles Manson, One Direction, and ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Is... Perfect. So that's that. Nice. Let us know what you think. Let us know if there's a cult you think we missed out. We really like could have gone in on every single religion, but then thought, let's not do that. Yeah. And instead I was like, Twelve Apostles. Let's just times. do the one we were raised with. Yeah, exactly. Let's <laughs> do the one where like we're only offending like our immediate families. Yeah. Um... So, that's that. 
let us know what you think. If you think we really goofed on ranking any of these, let us know over on Instagram. Please do. At Hey Cabin Fever. Yeah. We'd love to hear your thoughts. But for now, we'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Culty, culty, bye-bye. Oh, I hated that.